This week on the Bamcast, it takes more than talent. You gotta be tough. One star. We're in. All right, welcome to the Bamcast. Hey, hey. Bamcast. Bamcast. Episode three hundred and thirty-four. Whoa. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the Bamcast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first time. Then we rape them. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks. and robot jocks. Hooray! That's the good scale. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> However, there are bad bad movies that stay away. They get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags. That's in douchebags after Twilight. Boo! Yeah, that's that was a bad, not scale. enjoyable movie. Right. And not becoming win. culturally irre- more irrelevant every day. Yeah. Um, We're keeping it alive. So we are in the middle of no theme whatsoever. We're just doing whatever movie we feel like. And this week we felt like it was time for Breaking. 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 1984's Breaking. 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 From canon. Breaking makes me feel. We've seen seen a canon movie or two. Yeah, we've seen a couple. Breaking. So let's get a a very short plot summary for Breaking. Breaking. Out of the way. Breaking. Breaking. Break it out. A struggling young jazz dancer meets up with two breakdancers. Together, they become the sensation of the street crowds. <laughs> Breaking. Well, uh, mildly accurate. That's mostly accurate. Mostly. Mostly. Yeah, um, so breaking. Breaking. Yeah. Hey, guys, remember breakdancing? I, I do. Do you? Yes. Okay. I do. I was there for it. Yeah. I, I, I lived was, it. I was. Yeah. I lived the life of a breakdancer. Uh, I don't know if that's true, but you might have gone and found some cardboard as we all did. Oh, and yeah. Throw it on the ground and, and had someone spin us around on it. Yeah, <laughs> no, man. Spin yourself. Look, my break dancing. Nah, you did the robot. Yourself. Yeah. But hey, they made they made a movie more than one movie about breakdancing. Oh, is mm-hmm. this one of them? It is one of them. Oh. This was the first, wasn't it? There were multiple. I think this was first because they willed it to be first. Because <laughs> they were like, they rushed the fuck we through beat, it. Beat Street. Yeah. Had to yeah. Make they it had to beat, beat Beat Street. Yeah. To the streets. To the streets. Yeah. Step up to the Beat Street. <laughs> they just uh-huh. called streets. it beat, beat Street to the streets. <laughs> <laughs> that would make it. Well, canon. <laughs> in some foreign countries, it was called Break Street 84. Mm. So it's pretty good. Yeah. They're like, fuck you, Beat Street. I would totally watch. <laughs> Break Street, Street 84. Yeah. We did. It was just we, called you, you actually did. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, the the lead actress. Uh-huh. Lucinda Dickey. Yeah. Who was in three canon movies in the same year. Mm-hmm. Break In, Break In 2, and Ninja 3, The Domination. Yep. It's a solid year. Which these may all end up being Bamfcast movies by the time we're done. Probably before actually, the there, end of this year. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there, actually, there's no if. There's no might. No, Those no. will be Bamfcast movies before this ends. Correct. Oh, yes. Yes. Well, they will be. Yes. Either the world ends or... Or we do. Or we, yeah. <laughs> Either way, um, they actually finished Ninja 3 before this even started, yet this came out before Ninja 3 to well, give you an idea of how much they rushed this movie to They get put it the out. hustle on this movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Ninja 3 had post-production. They had special True. effects to do. This was just like... This was just editing. They're dancing, and we got a soundtrack, and go. Well, they put those <laughs> sweet spray paint credits on the front. Those took those a little bit of Those must have taken work. a long time. At least a day. At least, <laughs> At least. minutes. <laughs> At least. Yeah. But yeah, uh, uh, Canon. Uh-huh. Yep. Canon. Never one to back off of a fad. No, they are the ones who introduce fads to the rest of America. Uh, at least I think they like to think so. Yeah. yeah. 
because the director yeah also introduced us to another fad a Banff cast alum he directed rapping rapping <laughs> so the man made breaking and rapping so he introduced us to fads and apostrophes yeah he's, he's like the he's like the no g yeah no g <laughs> we need <The> no g <laughs> bring that guy in here <sighs> yeah so um breaking yeah another Banff cast alums in this movie yeah Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> well, that's, yes, that's true. That, that is true. Um, Bam Casson, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Right. He's he's sort of in this movie. He's in the background. He's an extra. This is his he first on-screen in this movie. Yeah. He's he doesn't a, have credits in the in the credits, so, you oh. know. I mean, that, therefore, he's not in it. Uh, but he's totally in it. He I, is in I it. saw him a bunch. Yes. He's dancing. He's very happy. There is another Bam Cast alum that has a similar kind of background role. Yeah, uh, who is there? Uh, he he is in the credits, however. Oh, mm-hmm. and that would be one Mister Ice T. Oh yes. yeah, of rapping, <laughs> of rapping, and surviving the game and Final Voyage. Yes. Surviving oh god, game. you mean <laughs> totally you, you forgot about Final, Final Voyage? Voyage. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. that movie was so obviously edited. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bamcast his own Ice T. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, and it also has Christopher McDonald. Yeah, Shooter, Shooter McGavin, <laughs> who somehow has avoided being a Banffcast alum up until now, despite being in like two or three of the crap American Pie movies. Oh yeah, we seem right. to we seem to. That's right. We he, caught the one in between him appearing in. He them. was in the one I watched, and yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Shooter McGavin, how how early in this in his career is this for him? Oh man, it's got to be pretty early. I mean, I know it's, uh, but it's not like his first. No. Okay. I'm I'm looking. I'm tracking it down. Okay. Fact check that shit. Chris, Christopher McDonald. Yes, that's right. Christopher I, McDonald. I'm aware of Happy him. Gilmore. Mm-hmm. And, and, and things. Yes. Uh, no, like he was in Grease too. <gasps> that. Oh. Oh. God. There you go, what's Chuck. wrong with me? Jesus. Chuck. Oh, so this Jesus. was his first good thing. Oh shit. Get <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, but he was in a couple other things okay. before that, like All TV right. stuff, and that's right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But no, he was in Grease too. Yeah, he was. He's As good. was she. What? She a dancer in that? Uh, yeah, she was one of the greaser chicks. Ah, oh, okay. Mm. So there you go. Cool. So yeah, and the rest of it is actual break dancers. Yeah, pretty much street dancers. Yeah, from the street. Well, we've heard that's where <laughs> they're from. They make that abundantly clear by the end. There's uh-huh. also uh, there's also a smarmy jerk face. He is kind of a jerk face, but there, there's the smarmy real dance instructor. I mean, Franco. <laughs> that that Franco. wouldn't fit for my Twitter handle, so I had no. to change it. Smarmy real dance instructor. Yeah, but, but like some of the real names for these guys, like like we're introduced, like the first one we're introduced to, his real name is Adolfo Shabadoo Quinones. Shabadoo. And there's also Michael Boogaloo Shrimp Chambers. Yeah, Michael Chambers. <laughs> Otherwise known Michael as... Michael Boogaloo Shrimp Chambers. <laughs> Uh-huh. And then there's guys who are just like Bruno Falcon. <laughs> Holy shit. That's his real name. It sounds it's like an Bruno international Falcon. assassin. I, I seriously doubt that's his real name. <laughs> uh, he was built as Bruno sure. Papantaco sure. Falcon. Oh, that guy. Okay. I My eye just went to Papantaco. And I didn't then there was the... also uh, Timothy Poppin Pete Solomon. Mm, Poppin Pete. Yeah. And Anna Lollipop Sanchez. Those were the rivals. Yeah. Yeah. They're the bad God. street dancers. I... I miss people having dumbass nicknames like that. Like, they were like, the, the electro we need, rock like Mackie? Like, for real. No, <laughs> that's not a good street name, though. But I mean, I'm talking real street names. 
Boogaloo Shrimp. Yeah. They call me Mackie because I can roll, motherfucker. That's what you should say to people. <laughs> I think that's a little too deep. I <laughs> think... Stick well, they need like, to. It's it, yeah. They need to get some advanced, culture before it's they an get advanced that. street name. Sure, right? okay. if they don't get it, then they can <laughs> right. roll on. Well, that's like a, that works in the streets of Tokyo. Maybe not so much anywhere here. <laughs> you all got it. Yeah, Everybody I got, got well, it. yes, we did. Yes, yeah. we've had sushi. And, why, and we've known him for many years yeah, to well, make this joke. And I want to note that Ice T was billed as Rap Talker. Rap Talker. Yeah, he well, did well, that rap talking thing. We'll explain talk- the rap talking that he does later. Wow. Yeah. So this movie starts with. Breakdancing, kind and, of, yeah. and over never the, stops. Well, yeah, but like over the opening credits, it's it's breakdancing, mm-hmm. but then it goes to dance class, where our female lead is dancing. Kelly, yes, Kelly, special K. She becomes special K. <laughs> inspired no, inspired they, by the fact they that give they give her that a, name, but well, they never. No, they never really follow up with it. But yeah. he, they they both work in like a like a corner grocery store, mm-hmm. and like an eye line with Shabadoo, who gave her that nickname. Our boxes of special K. So mm-hmm. I'm like, mm. he had to he dig just, deep. Yeah. That's <laughs> he very just deep, turned around yeah. and go like, your name starts with K. Special K. <laughs> ha, ha. I've been waiting to use that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's my friend Cheerio. <laughs> <laughs> well, Turbo and Ozone. Ozone. Yes. Yeah. Mm, yes. Man. Not only do the people have names in real life, they have, you know, street they, dancer they names. Have, oh, yeah. So they have street they dancer have names. real names in real life. Yeah. They have street dancer names in real life. Right. They have movie names and then they have movie street dancer names. Right. They're like cats. it goes deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm a little ticked that Phineas Newborn the third mm-hmm. didn't have a street dancer name. He was just Adam. Yes, Adam. Weak. That Adam was her friend in dance class, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. So yeah, this he movie introduces her to yeah, the world. It starts in dance class, everyone's doing their fancy dance class dancing mm-hmm. the the operator of the dance class is just kind of a as we said like a paul ryan looking guy who's just yeah, like he does it's like just you just guy um instantly unlikable yeah because he's like okay class that's it get out of here except you you stay mm-hmm. leading lady and now i'm gonna paw at you yeah, well, he has to tell her she can have a private session. Yeah, he's like, I've got a couple minutes if I you want to, really, you know. I'm a fantastic teacher. I can <laughs> help like, you. Everyone will tell you that. Yeah. I don't know what you've heard, but, <laughs> but they're yes. wrong or right. I'm a very good teacher. And she's just like. The best teacher. Yeah. Let me teach you. No. Please don't go. Have to <laughs> Let leave. me put the knowledge <laughs> in you. <laughs> yeah. I'll she's make like, you learn. Nah, just dancing, please. <laughs> so... She leaves and her friend. Well, is... and she goes to work. Oh, right, because she diner. works at the shitty diner. God. Yeah. And her and her friend is like, Oh, oh you work at the yeah. diner. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to tell you all about your life because I'm good at exposition. You're almost twenty. Yeah. You're going to die soon. <laughs> <laughs> Are you working two jobs? Oh, so you're trying to learn how to dance, but you're also working as a waitress. Mm. Well, mm. in this grease trap. Yeah. It's probably going to burn down with you in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have an agent. Maybe you'd want to see if he will do something mm-hmm. for you. I got to go. Ew. <laughs> this yeah. place is gross in your yeah. first yeah. Well, I was here before, but now that I know you're working here and I'm trying to belittle you. Yeah. Ew. Ew. I came in here off my own accord. I just, uh, well, uh. and her and the boss at the diner, of course, is like every uh. shithead diner. Yeah head chef guy. I mean, he's sweaty and nasty yeah. and he's oh, like, yeah. get these burgers yeah. out before they go stale. It's basically Barth from You Can't Do That on Television. Yeah. 
Right, but like the thing is, is like we, I, I'm pretty sure we see her at the diner before we see anything else because we don't know where it is. And just based on the diner and that guy alone, I was like, oh, they're in shitty New York. No, they're in shitty L.A. Yeah, but like that guy is straight out of like New York diner. Hey, some people just, sure, they want to go to the beach. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, that, I'm just saying that's that guy. Oh he's, yeah, he's sure know, that sweaty New York guy. Totally. Yeah. Is. Um, so she's you know she's like oh well yeah I guess I'll have to make something of myself I guess. So I, she goes back to dance class. Yeah, I think it's like her second trip back where she gets. Well, she doesn't. He doesn't get like super rapey. For, no, that's okay. that's, well, that's later go, because like they go and see Jean Claude Van Damme in the streets, right? Yeah, because her, her Adam, Adam needs a ride. Yeah, they're just like, hey, right. let's go, let's go check these guys out. They're mm-hmm. really cool. You'd like them. So let's just go to the beach. Mm-hmm. And they go to the beach and there's dancing. Yeah, Break, there's dance. an impromptu dance party at, at the Venice that's Pier. Always happening. Mm-hmm. And just lots of dancing is happening, and and there's our first kind of dance battle, or oh. at least two guys talking smack, because that's where we're introduced to the electro, electro rock, electro rock, electro rock bad guys. Yes, <laughs> we, we know air- this because it ha- it's written on the back of their jackets, airbrushed on the back of their jackets. Yeah. Electro yeah. rock, and they're scowling all the time whenever someone's doing something. They're just like, ugh, God. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, you're terrible. I like that one of them has a neon uh, Pink Floyd the Wall hat. Yes, but it's mm-hmm. also got that like neck flap part, you know. <laughs> right. I, I don't know. What I you think call you that. just. I think you just put a cut up T shirt. Is that what it was? I thought. Yeah. I mean, there were hats back then that had that as part of the hat. I don't. Were I they, don't know. I think yeah. they were for fly fishing, but. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the French right. Foreign Legion. Yes, that's. I remember yeah. hats. Well, that's why they had those. There. They put the flaps <laughs> right. on them. I don't know. Yeah, I mean. The fashion in the, throughout this entire movie is just... It's bright. It's astoundingly <laughs> early 80s. Yes. Well, I, But it also feels like it was already dated by the time they were using it in this movie. Oh, no doubt. Like, they saw it when they were going to go into pre-production, and by the time they started filming, it was over. Despite but, them cranking this out in, like, three months. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I mean, like no one's wearing neon or anything, but everything's like super bright and everyone's wearing like eight layers and 14 belts and belts tied together with handkerchiefs and leg warmers and mm-hmm. sweaters. It's just every possible piece of clothing in yeah. the wardrobe department. Right. And like shoved everything on she wears is like flash dance and a half. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, there's something I noticed in this movie that it, it finally dawned on me. The thing about 80s fashion is... Everybody, like, you were in style if you look like you were wearing someone else's clothes. Mm-hmm. And that could go either way. Because there, mm-hmm. there, there are portions of this movie where we see Christopher McDonald wearing, like, what looks like a David Byrne jacket. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then there's points where we see Franco, the dance instructor, who looks like he's wearing his little sister's baby mm-hmm. doll t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's just everyone looks like they're wearing someone else's clothes. Everyone looks like they woke up from a one-night stand and were like, oh, fuck, I've got to get out of right. here. Oh, no, my clothes are gone. All I have is her clothes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So I'll just put on whatever I can find. And it's sure. just like sweats, one leg warmer, eight belts, and a bandana. <laughs> Right. It's like, all right. Well, yeah, at least yeah. I'm not nude. Let's go outside. Need a Jean Claude bandana. She gets she gets talked into joining the Venice Beach dance party a little bit. Yeah, Adam's um, like, hey, let's do our thing. Enough for Ozone and Turbo to basically be like, eh, yeah, she might have potential. Also, yeah, I, I, know. I guess well, the she's thing hot. is like they're all break dancing, yeah. right? For the most part, and the yeah. people on the sidelines are doing like the little sway and clap thing. Like, oh, this is great. Yeah, you know, we're extras in a movie. <laughs> sway and clap and. <laughs> You know, and apparently Van Damme was doing flips in the background trying to get them to put him on camera. Yeah. But uh, but then and then they come out and they're just doing like they're doing, almost, almost ballet moves. They're doing their dance class bullshit. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, jazz this, dance. Is, this is all right. Yeah. 
this is not why we came here, but <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. Um, but all, it, all it really does is introduce her to ozone and turbo and turbo. Yeah. And just, they're all now aware of each other. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So there's a, there's a night where they're uh, ozone and turbo are working in their convenience store mm-hmm. and turbo goes outside to sweep but he doesn't sweep he does magic tricks with a broom while dancing it's really strange which i i'm it's it, it's unfortunate because like there's a point where he walks out and he hovers the broom around and basically like the broom barely touches the, the sidewalk and never in a sweeping motion no and then there's a point where he goes back inside and it's like yeah the sweeping's done and ozone like walks back out with him and is like no it's not. you didn't sweep at all like there's and <laughs> but they never show us no, the ground no they don't which mm-hmm. would have kind of set the stage because as i recall it's been many many years but there are several points in Breaking Two where flights of fancy happen. You know, like this is not the real world. Like this is in my head. Oh, because there's that. There's the infamous like dancing on the ceiling part, which yeah. obviously is not real life. The, yeah. the gravity sudden, didn't suddenly shift. But I'm saying there what? are like I'm just saying like this could have been the start of like you know these musical mm-hmm. interludes of like you know this is the real. only one that feels like a staged specific sure. dance thing that's like not really related to anything else in the movie. Yeah, it's like, just get out there and... and it was get, almost like we haven't had a, a dance singing in the rain. long enough. Yeah, just, hey, we need five minutes. Give us five minutes of time, please. Just go do something. Well, and it's really the only chance we get, aside from the very beginning intro montage mm-hmm. with the credits, to let to let Turbo, who's clearly the best dancer out of anybody, mm-hmm. as far as breakdancing goes, yes. do his thing. He does. He gets to teach the kids. Yeah, he does that, that a little scene, bit later. But, like, but he's mostly a sidekick. Yeah, but this is but this is the only scene where it's like, okay, this guy's awesome. Yeah, let's show him off. He's mostly like, hey, Ozone, can we dance? You know, could you start dancing, Ozone, so I can dance with you? Yeah, are you moody right now, Ozone? <laughs> because if we're not dancing, I don't know what I could do. So, mm-hmm. Ozone's always telling him, not now. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. and and meanwhile, she's gone. She's had another class, another mm-hmm. session, and she stays behind with uh, with Franco. You know, for some for a little private lesson. Well, what happens is that she's they're dancing, and then Turbo and Ozone show up to watch. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And they just okay. kind of like bust in and start doing their own dancing, to which everyone immediately forms a circle and just clapping, like like wow, we're extras in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> so let's clap this let's on. sway and clap. Yeah. yeah, and then you know, dickhead teacher comes out and is like, "What's all this then? Why are you wasting my time? Yeah, amateurs with your street real dancing, dancing yeah. and." And they're just like, well, I'm offended, sir. <laughs> yeah, if if you want to um, have like a a drinking game, you know, it can be like a, a swerve on the racism because like every time they say street, they are just saying black in the yes. most negative mm-hmm. way Pretty possible. Much. Yes, they, you know, street like, dancing, well, especially is with him. The well, I'm worst. Just saying, yeah, him with and then, him, like, it's the biggest game. Yes. But yeah, later on that it. I mean, it comes starts to play heavily. Christopher, McDon- Christopher McDonald does it for a few minutes too, when he doesn't before he gives in and goes to see them, and then right. jumps realizes on the, that oh, yeah, they're the actually dancing is kind of awesome. Yeah, you know, like before he joins that, he's just like street dancers, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like so, he basically chases them out, and then it's just him and her left behind, and he's like, you know, I, I've decided upon my routine for the pants off dance off thing or whatever mm-hmm. we're doing later. So check this out. And this is where he's wearing his ba- uh, sister's baby doll. Yeah, t-shirt. he just yeah. strips off his jacket. He's <laughs> like well, four he's... sizes too small. Because <laughs> he we dances know. his jacket off too. By yeah, I was about like... to say he dances. That's part of his routine is dancing his jacket and, off. Like his first line is something about like how you have to be tough. Yeah, it's like yeah. It... Oh yeah, you can't just have talent. Yeah, you have right. To be yeah. Tough. Okay, that's where that line comes he from. Says, and he you dances have to be his tough jacket off as he's taking off this jacket to reveal his sister's shirt. And it's like, <laughs> huh? 
<laughs> okay, guy. Yeah. You have to be tough to wear that shirt. Super tough dancer man. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So he starts dancing and then he's like, hey, join me. Do sexy dance with me and do all the sexy things. Sexier. Dance. You know, he's just yelling sexy dance things at her and then just bas- just goes in to start making out with her. And she's like, ew, no. And he's like, yeah. but wait, how about blah? Yeah. I mean, he, <laughs> she's like, no, still no. He straight up assaults her and pins her against a wall trying to kiss her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then she's like, nope. And it goes back for seconds here. despite her going, what the, what yeah. the, yeah. yeah. What, it's like, oh, yeah. maybe you didn't hear me. <laughs> Blah. <laughs> no. Sir, no. So she storms out of there and her car won't start. Mm-hmm. And she's very upset by that, but it doesn't matter because just cut to the next scene, wherever it is. Yeah. And the next scene is Adam coming to her at the diner again. And he's like, mm-hmm. hey, you haven't been dancing for a while. I haven't seen you in class lately. Yeah. What's going on? And she's like, yeah, well. I got my career here at the diner. Yeah. <laughs> He's been giving me a lot of shifts. I really, I, yeah. he says I might be management material. Yeah. I was I'm born really... with a greasy spoon. <laughs> <laughs> but Adam's not having any of that. He's like, no, no, girl, you need to dance. Yeah. There needs to be dancing. So uh, let's go to the, I don't know, whatever the name of this place is, the uh, the yeah, the yacht. oh the radio wait the it yacht was, yeah button. it was like the like Radio Technica <laughs> Radiotron Radiotron Radiotron, Radiotron. Okay, okay. Yeah. let's just let's go let's go watch them dance mm-hmm. they'll be dancing yeah <laughs> and this is where we see our first shot of the Radiotron happening which... oh, the Radiotron is happening because at the end of this the convenience store scene mm-hmm. when they're outside evaluating the the swept status of the ground is when the two electro rock people come up and are like mm-hmm. hey. We didn't like the way you danced at us at the beach, so we're gonna dance at you later at the. Mm-hmm. It's it's well, the, they're basically like, you guys are trash. Yeah, it's like it's we're the gonna... strangest like street banter, like you know, it's dance the most challenging. PG bullshit dance well, it, banter. It, it is that, but I mean, like everything is about like you're you're dirt, and so we're gonna bury you. Yeah. And then your mom is not gonna be happy. Yeah. It's... And then we're gonna bury you. <laughs> it feels a lot like rapping. Where it's like an old Jewish guy decided to write a bunch of dialogue right. that he thought was like tough street stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So perhaps Menachem Golan. Yeah. yeah. Well, perhaps. considering you're you a tripe, there were. <laughs> you're rubbish. Yeah. You have eaten a toss you in the bin. animal, haven't you? Yes. Yeah. But no, but there, there are three screenwriters on this. I'm going to guess three. all of them were old white dudes. I think there was uh, a lady. Without in there. looking in the at it. Yeah. But you might but be yeah. right. You, but either way, you might be right on that. Either way, yeah. It's just like it's just not. It's got that same feel that rapping does, where it's just like none of this feels authentic, but it's still entertaining because it's, it's all a, these actors are like none of them give the hint that like they're like this is really stupid. Yeah, I'm. Th- what I'm saying is dumb. Yeah, but no. no, they're like nope, we're in. Yeah, it's just a bizarro fantasy land dance. Yeah you know yeah, fever and, dream yeah but but so yeah so jerry curl john leguizamo leguizamo <laughs> challenges them yeah and they're like you got to be there on friday yeah be at the and, dance hall and up to this point like or orlando uh, ozone mm-hmm. has just kind of been like he gets weirdly like scared whenever these guys have challenged him the first time when they're like we won't we want to see you dance out mm-hmm. at the out of the beach and he's like Nah, and he just turns his back and walks away. Yeah. Like I don't have to uh, yeah, that. I've given the, like he's like the samurai who's he's put down to, his sword. Like he's afraid to lose. Yeah, that sure. that must be it. But it's just he plays it so It's weird. There's there just no, seems like such a I hate to say it, but he just he seems like such a wuss. Yeah, whenever it comes up, because they do that too, where they're like, Yeah, we're gonna challenge you. 
And if you lose, we're going to cut you. And then he's just like, okay, I guess you guys will. The sad thing about those two guys is that they are just ciphers. They are just there to drive along the story, Mm -hmm. her story in particular. They're not really there to have any kind of arc because they never do. Like whatever problem he's having or, 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 you know, any of his emotional problems are never addressed. And and it's just like whatever the scene needs is that that mood is that'll be what he's Mm -hmm. in. So, yeah. And it just it just makes him seem. It makes Ozone seem really weird. Yes. You just never get a read on him. You just can't tell. Yeah, like, and, and you also expect like, okay, he's like playing terrible. And there's all of a sudden going to be a scene where he just cuts loose and is like this amazing break dancer. Mm-hmm. And that never happens. No. He's a talented dancer. Yeah. But not- well, that's the other part of it is, is it's Turbo is straight up. He's a break dancer. Yes. He's good. Yes. Everyone else are pretty much like jazz dancers who've they've been like all right here are some break dancing moves yeah so why don't you try incorporating those into what you're doing he's a lot more hand dancey if that yeah. makes sense mm-hmm. he does a lot of that stuff and a lot it's, of like i'm gonna slide across the camera frame it's, and he's a pop and lock guy kind not of. a break dancer. yeah but not even like he's not good at it i hate to say it's it's odd. About ozone or yeah, yeah. I, apparently mr shabadoo is one of the originators of pop and locking that's not to say that you can he doesn't do it much be, in this movie well, if he, at all. good at it if he does to, to invent it no but, i know yeah but if he does they don't film it well because it doesn't come off like that in this movie at all no they, they also i mean they're never good at showcasing it what his talent is yeah. it, it's 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 very odd his talent is to brood in this movie basically mm-hmm. i i think his best parts were probably off frame while Boogaloo was doing his thing because probably the camera people were like, look at this guy. I've never seen anything fucking like that before. Put that in the center frame, you know, so. So they, they get to the, the, the dance thing, which mm-hmm. is being emceed by Ice-T, Ice-T, who he has prepared material, but then when the dancing starts, it just becomes a, a freestyle, whatever the hell. And he must have gotten paid by the word because they just, man, they don't even stop for a beat or anything. Mm-hmm. He's constantly rapping whatever is happening. Oh, yeah. And he's just flinging out word salad. Yes. He's not even. Yeah. Sometimes tr- it doesn't match he's up. He's barely it's, trying. It's not the beat. It's who knows. Um, But yeah, so they're all just kind of there and it just becomes like, okay, weird dance battle time. Yeah. And the weird dance battle is more of just like a, hey, let's all dance with each other. <laughs> yeah let's just all get up in each other's grill and just there's a heavy (laughs) there's a heavy homoerotic thing going on yeah in all of their dance battles especially with the way they're like glaring at each other yes well well, there's a point where the two of them are like they're doing their two band dances across from each other and then they like all right it's time to go at it which really means they run at each other get really close and start dancing in each other's face yeah and i'm like now you're just four dudes dancing together. Yeah, it's like, just. I mean, that's the strangest thing. Is like when you think about the evolution of breakdancing, it's it's a very strange art form, mm-hmm. you know, because it's, it's usually know, solo. Well, it's usually <laughs> solo and or with like a partner or crew, but it's like it's to gain women's attention. But mm-hmm. yeah, you know, they're not part of it generally speaking. I mean, you know, that's the swerve they end up throwing in this is that yeah. they're, they're having their their two on two little dance competition, and then the the electro rock guys kind of back up a little bit and they basically like grab this girl out of the audience and launch her at them. Yeah. And she like does like a Liu Kang kick into the frame directly at mm-hmm. the camera mm-hmm. bicycle kick thing. And then it's like, Oh shit, she's part of their crew. Yeah. Cause she has a jacket on all of a sudden now. Yeah. And they also momentarily, well, they, they undress them at one point. Is that, is oh, that yeah. in the later battle or is no, no, that, that's, that's at this point, the, the four dudes are just stripping each other's battle. shirts yeah. off. They're like, Oh, I took your shirt off. I'm a dance in your face. And it's like, 
hold on. <laughs> What's happening here? Mm-hmm. Back off, sir. I don't quite understand. Yeah. It's all very strange, but yeah. Well, well it gets, but it gets to thing, a point because to like, your point, what yeah. one thing I've no, like throughout this movie is that Kelly is basically the only female character. Like oh, there are, there yes. are no women that these guys are vying for. Right. There's, there's nothing, nothing of that sort. Well, the only it, other woman is that other dancer. And really. she doesn't even have a line. And she does not speak. <laughs> All she is there for is to dance and make faces at the camera. Right. right. And, the, and the weird thing about Kelly is that she's just the object of desire, seemingly, of every male cast member. But there's no romantic arc in this movie at all, whatsoever. Like, y- you kind of think Ozone is into her, but that mm-hmm. goes away. And then when Christopher yeah. McDonald shows up, you're like, oh, well, now that's going to be the conflict. That's going to be this weird mm-hmm. love triangle that doesn't ever go anywhere or nope. do anything. So, yeah. So, I mean, like they get defeated in the dance battle because they're like, oh, they have a girl. Shit. Mm-hmm. We can't counter that. Yeah, they just what, stop. We, they, they just, just stop like, dead in their tracks. They're like, lady, I don't know. We and, lost. <laughs> and of course, the crowd is just like, uh, these guys are better. because yeah. They're still dancing. Yeah. And it's like. And then they walk off sheepishly, like, "Oh, we lost. Yeah. We, our, our our rep is ruined." Yeah, yeah, like it's it's odd. But she was there, and she goes to see mm-hmm. Ozone, and is just like, "I saw you guys. You were great, you know." And yeah, he was well, like, oh, "We lost." Yeah, they're like, "She was good." Yeah, and Kelly's just like, "Well, I'm better. I could be good." Yeah, and they're like, "No, you can't. You're not for the but street." Yeah, but but Adam had brought her over there specifically for that. He's like, "They need you." Yeah, she's like, "Okay." Yeah. So this begin, but eventually they're just like, all right, we'll let you in. Yeah. Dance. And, and it becomes dance montage. They have to teach classically trained dance girl how Mm. to dance for the streets. And it's funny because she seems to struggle with the things that it's like, no, I think she could probably get that. Yeah. Like they seem overly like, uh, like, uh, ozone especially seems overly like, no, you have to do my bullshit hand dancing moves exactly like I do them or else you're doing them wrong. And it's like, you're just, yeah, you're just, you're just there's nothing to it. Doing you're, your hands like that. Like, there, I just learned a whole routine. <laughs> right, yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> you're just Steven Seagaling someone. <laughs> right. Yeah. You only care about the end result, not the... <laughs> yeah. Thing but, in the middle there. But they spent a lot of time, like, her working on that. And, like I said, there's a lot of moves that, granted, she, you know, there, there are things in there that are totally foreign to what she's doing, but... They seem like, oh, I can't believe you can't get this. And it's like, I think mm-hmm. she probably could. That's, well, seems like a fairly, her around on her knee for a while, and it's yeah. just like, you're never going to be able to do that. Apparently, but. she was more of a gymnast in real life. Yeah. And okay. these two guys kind of resented her. Yeah. Oh, that was in that Canon documentary. They, they Those guys were actually in it, and they talk about this movie, and they're like, the whole like rivalry thing, like you're a classic dancer and we don't like you, that was real. Like yeah. they, they didn't like her being in the movie. So yeah. The, yeah, well, because she's the main character, yes, and she's not even a break dancer, yes. And they're like, well, this movie's about us, you know. So mm-hmm. not only were they kind of resentful of her in the movie, they're kind of resentful of her in real life as well. So, um, yeah. but yeah, so there, there's God, just bunches of dancing, training, montage mm-hmm. stuff. Yep. They and, do get, they do wear shirts that, uh, that say TKO. They line up properly. Yes, that's right. They have they have some airbrush shirts that say TKO, Turbo, Special K. And they didn't go to the flea market for those. Oh, I those get are, it. Those are very generic. <laughs> I just got yeah. that. Yeah. And and meanwhile, Christopher McDonald has been like trying to get her auditions. Well, she has. Stuff. She is like, I've got to go see this agent. He's gonna. This is before like she's told. She's like, I gotta go. I gotta go meet an agent, and we're gonna get my career going. This is before like she's trying to get them to do anything. 
and she goes to meet him and he's like you're great let's send you on a couple of auditions and she goes to a couple of auditions one we see one one that Mm -hmm. she goes to twice and they're just like oh we need someone tall and blonde and then she puts on a wig and then she's like and then they're like oh we need someone short and brunette and she she says that and storms out yeah and then she's just like i quit Mm -hmm. i quit i quit i quit (laughs) that's why she gets along with ozone so well they both quit at the first yeah yeah any resistance yeah so basically she goes back to christopher mcdonald and is like you know, I, I'm a, I'm really kind of a street dancer. Well, she's like, there's no passion in this anymore. I've been working with these guys who have more passion and, yeah. and thought in their dance moves than anything I've seen anywhere else. Yeah, and he's like, no, no one wants, you can't well, hire. This is the speech where he's just like, he keeps saying street, like yeah. street dancing, street people. It's yeah. like, you, it's like know, you can't, okay. no one wants that. No one wants to see it. No, no one wants to pay for it. It's not, you can't make a living doing it. And they can't make a living doing it, so neither can you. This is you, you're not just going to go somewhere where they throw nickels at you. So no, I, I will not allow it. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of just bullies him into you know like well, well she's, just come she, see yeah she's just like before you make a decision how about you actually come see us yeah. perform so they go back to the rap battle yeah. ice tea arena <laughs> and I love that I love that they got Shooter McGavin just like oh dressed up in a like basically he's he's in a suit. The white man suit of the yeah. mid 80s. He's just like skinny gray shirt. Yep. You know, just uh, and, you know, it's just like, well, th- this is a nice club. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, at first go, he's like, Hello, are, sir. You, are you sure I'm going to be OK in here? And it's like, oh, yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah. So <laughs> just tell him you're here for the rap battle. Yeah. And this is weird, too, because they're, they've basically realized that they had to bring her in to even the odds against mm-hmm. the other rap crew or the dance crew. But what happens is, is that they start dance battling again, and the three electric rock people are just dancing at them the whole time. And she's uh, Special K is just hanging out yeah. in the background, not participating yeah. in any of she it. She wasn't even in the building when it first started. Yeah. I, think. I think they were like battling already when they walked mm-hmm. in. And then uh, she's just like, hey, she never says, like, we're going to dance battle. She's just like, come watch my friends dance. Mm-hmm. Right. It's so strange. And then eventually they just go get her and throw her into it. And then everyone's like, oh, shit. Yeah, they got yeah. a lady, too. Yeah. yeah it's well, like they've the... already won when they bring her in. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I think they were waiting, holding their holding their cards. It just seemed weird because once again, like immediately Ozone got super pouty, was just like, oh, they got three people. Mm-hmm. And but then like they even the odds and then just the crowd decides they win and they carry them out on their shoulders, which I guess that's how you end a dance battle in the 80s is you just decide to pick someone up and go hooray yeah. for this person yeah um, well, well it it also brings up my big problem with this movie uh-huh you can't really tell like when someone's clearly won the dance battle no in any of these there's no end to it there's no like yeah. oh shit yeah that, like that they, dude just slid across the floor yeah, on his head <laughs> every time everyone's like finishes dancing yeah they just kind of like hug yes like oh we did it we yeah. danced we sure did and we and, won and they, and hug, they lost and, and everyone yeah, immediately it, it's, knows it's like character reactions are the only way to tell that somebody has won the battle and yeah. you're just like no you guys all kind of equally look good yeah you're all fine like no one really yeah. got you know served. and i mean it's obviously something they figured out later for like the step up movies and stuff sure. where it's like no you get the choreography for the people that are like 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 you give the the routine you think isn't as good to the first crew and right. then the crew that you want to win you give yeah. them 
the awesome stuff. Yeah, because when... Whereas this feels like they just put them in a room and were like, all right, dance, yeah, guys. Yeah, crowd decide, I guess, because we don't yeah. know. But the first one, especially, Electro Rock, I was like, you know, most time, most of the time in movies, the rivals are good or better yeah. than the people that you are supposed to be rooting for, especially in the mm-hmm. beginning, because they usually have something they have to overcome, like themselves oh, yeah. or whatever. Like, let's face it, Iceman's a better pilot throughout the entire movie. <laughs> like, you know, yes. Johnny's better at karate. Yes. You know, like, these are... <laughs> These are, yes. you have to you have to get better than them mm-hmm. and they, they these guys suck and it's like no I believe that Electro and Turbo are better they're, they're, or whatever his name is yeah Ozone <laughs> Electro <laughs> I, I'm, I'm mixing the names up Ozone and Ozone Turbo. and Turbo are yes. better than the Electro brothers yes. Proton and Neutron <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> the Nucleus yes um, and Huli so <laughs> so but yeah they win and Chris McDonald's like oh man Right on. You I guys are no super idea. fresh. Yeah. <laughs> and he gets in an awkward handshake with Turbo because Turbo's yeah. doing like the finger tut thing around his hand. Yeah. Y- yes. <laughs> but, like, and of course, he's like, you're going to have to teach me that one day. <laughs> yeah. But from this point on, for the rest of the movie, Chris Mc- Christopher McDonald is on board with them. Like, oh, yeah. Just he is their biggest supporter. Yep. And will not take no for an answer from anybody about them. Which still feels weird. The whole time, like, because we're so used to him being a shit heel well, in every movie. It's strange, not only for it for for him because of who he is, but for the movie, it just seems like okay, that's going to be the conflict. Is this guy is going to turn out to be the biggest shitbird, mm-hmm. but he's still going to hit on her, and she's not going to know that he's a shitbird, and blah blah blah. But that never happens. He's just the entire time. He's just like, no, these guys are good, and I'm going to get you jobs, and yeah. you're going to have money. Yeah, so let's go to parties and shit. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of refreshing. Yeah, it is. You know, yeah, like that he's not trying to sleep with her. Like like they have the one scene with Franco the shithead. Mm-hmm. And like after that, nobody's like pressuring her for anything. No. The only thing you have is Ozone being somewhat jealous every once in a while when Christopher McDonald shows up and is like. He sends her a fruit basket. Yeah. And Ozone, Ozone not sees like it. Basket. He's just like, oh, from him. And it's just like, oh, you. He's just my agent and you're just my dance partner and no one's ever dating me ever. So right. <laughs> don't be jealous of anyone. Mm. So all y'all can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then it's just like, okay, we're going to get you. This is okay. This is where it kind of falls apart, even though it wasn't that cohesive to begin with. But mm-hmm. he kind of says, like, okay, now it's time to for this audition. And it just sounds like you guys are in. Now we have to go to the audition. But then it yeah. just becomes like, here's your training room. Here's your dance training room. Learn how to dance. Like, do a bunch of dancing in here. Mm-hmm. Just get better. Well, I guess he wants them to just have a set routine that they I guess. can do but together. Yeah, instead of yeah. just like, all right, do like dance. Yeah. But this is just starts another long dance routine mm-hmm. montage thing. Yep. And at one point in time, he jumps in briefly. Shooter McGavin. Does, does a moonwalk? Does a brief moonwalk? Mm-hmm. Just be like, yeah, every it's, I'm, it's, I'm a dancer. Everyone's catching the breakdancing fever. <laughs> they sure are, or something. Yeah. And then they're like, he's like, okay, we we need to go to this party. Well, it's also like they're good. They're dancing in the studio and supposedly getting better. And then he's just furiously making phone calls. Or yes. do they go to the party first? I don't know. But he's like between the montage, he's just like yeah. increasingly like getting more angry on the phone, even though we can't hear anything yeah. he's saying. Well, well he's and, getting more disheveled is yeah. how we know like things aren't going well because he's just sweaty and his clothes yeah, are all just smoking frumpy and, and you know, he's <laughs> so he's trying to get them into some party to yeah. meet some people to realize that they're gonna be good enough to go mm-hmm. to the audition. But at first it's just him and Kelly Kelly who go to this party because yeah, she's tried to convince them ozone and turbo to go. And they're like, eh, we're not going to your, she party. has one of those, like, you know, you know what your problem is. You always quit kind of speeches. Yeah. I think to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like and they're like, well, we're, we're going to come around, but not at first. We'll show up later. 
that kind of deal mm-hmm. where it's just like, yeah, you're right, but we're not going to let you know you're right. Till it, was it before the party that they had to go get the motivational dancing where she she didn't really under, truly understand what street dancing, break dancing was? Oh, yeah. Because they... No, I, that's later. Oh, is that later? That, that's okay. way later. I, thought, I couldn't remember if that was before or after the party. No, it's after the party because okay. they... She is dressed kind of, you know, in her crazy half street-ish style. Giant jacket. Yeah. And, and everyone at this party is like... Shooter McGavin people, mm-hmm. you know, they're all like, oh, we're Shooter rich. McGavin people. Yeah, well, they are. They're, That's the worst horror movie. Yeah, they're kind of all <laughs> Shooter McGavin people. They're kind of, they're all old white people. Yes, they are. You know, it's do, probably all. Do they the, all eat pieces of shit for breakfast? Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Some of them do. But yeah, Some of them do. But so because That's as soon finish. as, <laughs> as soon as Ozone and Turbo show up, they're all like, oh. <gasps> What? There might just be a, another record scratch in this movie, yeah. which this movie does have a legit record scratch yep. in it. When the dance teacher came in and saw them yep. in his dance studio, he was like, <laughs> yep, <He> straight <laughs> up record scratched. It. Yeah. So it's so weird. Shooter McGavin is so naive in this. He's just like, oh, it's going to be great. They're going to show up and they're going to meet all these people. And it's, mm-hmm. we're going to get you jobs. And it basically is another record scratch when they show up because it's just everyone's just like, oh, Look at them. Yeah. <laughs> when, when, Why are the hired help coming in yeah. through the... <laughs> the no, no, not they're, even, not, they're not wearing a uniform. They show several caterers. They go out of their way to show several caterer, caterers who yeah. are white, too. Oh, I know. Like, yeah. Literally, everyone at this party is white. Yeah. Like, the mm-hmm. whitest of white. Yeah, yeah. but, you know... They're like, translucent. Well, and Kelly's just being dumb. Because <laughs> she's like, oh, come on, guys. It'll yeah. be okay at the party. You uh-huh. know, and it's like, no... This is not your type of party at all. Yeah. And, and this is like one of those, like, no, you show up together. Mm-hmm. Yes, you all show well, you up You show up when Shooter McGavin shows up. Yes. And you don't leave his side ever. No, no. you all stick together. You know, but but of course, Turbo has to go over to the food table and be like, hey, what you got here? What's this? He's like, it's head cheese. And he's like, oh, disgusting. <laughs> and, then, and then these old ladies come up and they just like, he hands him a platter and they give him a look like, I'm never touching that food because you've touched it. But, but they, but end, up, they like, end up being fans. They're they like, come yeah. around because they're, they're like, are, oh. you the, are you one of the entertainers? He's like, oh, I'm a street dancer. Ooh, Alan, he's one of those young men who spins on his head in the corners. Yeah. And by the end of the scene, they're like, call us. <laughs> Private show. Yeah. <laughs> call me boo. It is. <laughs> You're my bae. <laughs> it is so weird because they start out like. I'll keep it 100. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. God, what a weird world this is. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, they start out like the looks they give him are just. Yeah. You know, they're just like, oh, God. And, but then they're like, they're oh. like in my youth, you would never be in here. Right. But, now, but by the end, they're head. like, oh, <laughs> how exciting. <laughs> Exhilarating even. Ooh. <laughs> I'm all on Twitter. Yeah. But I of course. Tell about it. I need to invent a way to tell people about it. <laughs> But uh, but of course while they're do- while he's doing this, Ozone and Kelly have gone with Shooter McGavin, and Shooter doesn't realize that Franco is there. Well, he knows he's there, but he doesn't realize that he doesn't know the connection. That Franco has basically molested Kelly. Yeah, in the past, because Franco's basically like the big muckety muck at this dance audition thing. Mm-hmm. So they're like, check out these guys. They're gonna they're gonna show up to your dance audition, and he's like, ah, oh no, they're not. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, 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 and yeah. It, and, and he, and he like, leans into the, like, oh, they only know street dancing. Yeah, and Shooter McGavin's like, shut up. Yeah, and Ozone's like, never mind, forget it. 
Yeah, this just, is, like, oh, yeah. This ozone, is the fifth time he quit. Yeah, Ozone has met resistance <laughs> yeah. again. So like somebody has given him a gentle breeze has come across the room and Ozone's yes. like, oh, forget about it. This is unacceptable. I'm, no, outrage. Yeah. I'm going home. So Turbo, stop talking to those old ladies. Come with me. Mm-hmm. So they leave. So that Okay, that's why she has to go get him and yeah. be like, come on, yeah. you know. Come on, come on, guy. come on, guy. We'll, we'll we'll get through this. And he's like, yeah, well, you don't dance for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm yeah. going to show you what the right reasons are. Mm-hmm. And, and that's when he marches her, like grabs her by the arm and starts dragging her down yes. the beach, essentially. Yes. <laughs> and they find yet another impromptu, you know, cardboard breakdancing area. Mm-hmm. Um, With and, the awesomest dude ever. Well, yeah, because <laughs> ever the guy is. I don't know. He has something wrong with his legs. I don't know what his function is. His his, his misfunction is. He is on. He's on crutches. crutches. He's on crutches. You know, like you know, couldn't walk without the crutches. Kind They're of like brace. Crutches. Yes, yes. Brace, brace crutches. Yes. And but this son of a bitch is breakdancing <laughs> in crutches. Yeah. He's like, awesome. a, like better than anyone else yeah. thus like, far in the movie. Well, like starts off dancing on the crutches. Yeah, like, he's like, like a breakdancing head, spider. Like hands headstands <laughs> on the crutches. Yes. And spinning around on them, and then eventually it's just like. Fuck the crutches. Stands still for a second on his, you know, his broken legs. He's like Tiny Tim. I, I can yeah, walk. Right. But then it, eventually it's just like, okay, flop on the ground and, and I'm going to do spins where my, while my legs just propel her out of control because they don't work. You know, like, I mean, it's. It's amazing. It, it, it is amazing. I, the the yeah. dancing is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And they're just basically, you know, he's like basically like, see, this is what it's all about. Yeah. He's like, look at his face. Yeah. That's the face of breaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's basically, <laughs> so uh, ozone's strategy is basically if you can if you can't if you can make money off of it then it must be bad mm-hmm. kind it, of it, yeah it's, it's that whole old thing yeah like you have to be doing it for the passion and you have to remain poor because she's like or it's not worth it let's just go to this audition and maybe we'll get a job yeah. and get paid to do this and he's like no that's not what dance is about yeah it's i have all i need it's back in the day when people are like, no, selling out's bad. Making money's bad. Yeah. Now everyone nowadays is like, God, please. If <laughs> Anything only, for a dollar. If I can only sell out yes. sometime soon. <laughs> yes. God, like the money train ran out and everyone realized that they hadn't gotten on yet. Yeah. But this is way back before that. Yeah. And it's just like, no, you have to be legit. Like you, yeah. you have to maintain your integrity and stay poor. No, it's like, I need a job. Yeah. <laughs> you want to pay me to street dance? Fuck yes. <laughs> I will do that. Mm-hmm. You know what, sir? That's not a job. That's a career when you do something that you love. And that's what I'm offering you. <laughs> yeah. Ozone. Yeah. Stop being so depleting. <laughs> but yeah, but for some reason, she like she gives this sullen look like, oh, I understand. Oh, now. I get it now. I see it in his face. And then they're basically right back to <laughs> practicing to try and make this audition. Yeah. And eventually, like Shooter McGavin's like, look, they're just, they're just not going to take you. Yeah. I've they're called just... everyone and they just, they won't. Take your your street dancing. Yeah, your street. Da- it's like you can't go in there looking like. Well, this. He, I think yeah. he, doesn't he basically go like you know Frank Franco made some calls and it's just not. Oh happening. yeah, he's like Franco owns this town, the the dance town. Mm-hmm. I think it's funnier to call him Franco. Franco. Yeah. Franco. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. It's and just it's more pretentious. Well, and he's like they just. It's they, like my name's Deborah. Yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he's made sure that no one in town will well, let, yeah, uh, let he's you like, audition. No one wants spiked bracelets and yeah. torn T-shirts. Yeah. And, Weird hats. So they put him in the like, put on, on the Ritz, Ritz. <laughs> put on the Ritz t- tuxedos with yeah. top hats. Because she's changed. just like, hmm, I have an idea, and then just cut to them in a car, all wearing the, the top, top hats, hats and tails, and they're just like, hmm. If you're yep. blue, then you do. So they go to this audition. Why don't you go? Yeah, and, and and he's just like, oh, this is the, 
<sighs> he gives some like highfalutin name for their for their group for the oh, audition. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's some. But as they're going in, Franco is finishing his audition, <laughs> which is basically like it's like Brokeback Mountain, the musical, <laughs> because really there's is. like. It's just it's for, just cowboys for and... them to say you cannot dress like that, and then to have just <laughs> yep. the the gay pride cowboy parade at this thing, <laughs> where it's like that's okay for your jazz audition. It's what? cowboy hats and neckerchiefs <laughs> and uh, tight ass clothes, <laughs> yeah, it's, and tights. It's so dumb. It's just so dumb. This universe is backwards it doesn't yep. make any sense also that they insist on that they can't do it because everything they're doing is jazz dancing oh yeah which just yes, furthers, it has to be jazz furthers dancing. to like to put the stupid divide of like <laughs> really yeah like this white ass shit you're doing you're calling jazz dancing yes. fuck you yeah <laughs> fuck all of you yeah because so franco goes over to the panel of the yeah. whitest he oldest is so judges. disgusted that they're there he is just like what are you here for and they're like we're here to dance yeah and he's like, oh, really? One moment, please. Yeah. And he goes over to like a stagehand and the stagehand goes over to the judges and whispers something. And then the judges are like, no, 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 we don't yeah. need you. Jazz dancers only, please. Look at you, you top hat and tails wearing street mm-hmm. dancers. No. And they're just like, we're going to dance anyway. Deal with it. Well, they go. They go. <laughs> he goes next. Yes. And Ozone goes, I'm here. I'm Ozone. <laughs> and I'm going to dance. Yep. Ozone. And- Street dancer, yep. <laughs> and they he start- starts tearing. And this disappointed me too. Okay, is that they st- he starts tearing off the sleeves mm-hmm. and everything else because it would have looked awesome to have them dancing in the full yeah tuxedos. Sure, but instead they basically tear the sleeves off and yeah, it know. becomes like half outfits of what they were wearing. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. strange, like what statement they were about to make never got finished, but they just start fucking dancing like crazy right. and Ad- admiral sideburns the one oh, like the God. one white judge who was like oh. obviously Fran- franco had something on this guy because like he's the one who was just like <laughs> and then, like everyone else was like he's like i'll take care of this like no yeah. just no whatever yeah. you do no and he's just like stop dancing yeah. the whole time like, like for like the first 30 seconds it's just like he's like get on get out of here like, i you're, said next you're yeah. not right for this get out and, and just these you are too street for this there's right. no jazz in your dancing <laughs> smoking a <Be> cigar <laughs> like off with until you. eventually like one of the other judges was like all right just hold on a second yeah. this is pretty like yeah and then yeah. they are just the entire judges panel oh my god are just like Fuck yes, this is the best thing we've the old ever lady, seen. The old lady to the left of him is just like, about 30 seconds after Ozone has started dancing, she's just, her yep. chair's soaked. She can't get enough of it. So there, She cannot handle Ozone dancing. She's just like, oh my god, this is, yes. oh. She's this must be what around. they call river dancing. Is, yeah. Uh. But no, there there was a commercial back in the day when, like, I don't remember. It was one of those kids' commercials with like the the snooty uh, high school teachers and principal and everything. And it was uh-huh. like, you know, kids can't do this. We're, we're stuck up and everything, and you know, whatever gushers or whatever it was. <laughs> not to continue, it, 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 not to continue the pun, the joke, but it's probably gushers. I'm just saying, like commercials back in the day, like whatever they eat the Starburst, and all of a sudden they're like. Yes, everything that's going on stage, like these people drank the Kool Aid, ate the Gushers, mm-hmm. the Starburst, whatever, because yeah. they become those from those '80s kids commercials where, yeah. oh yes, I am the biggest fan ever. Look yeah, at me I mean, dancing awkwardly. Even Admiral Sideburns is into it by uh, the end. He's of it. so stoked, and then like Franco tries to come back over, and is like, but no, 
They are not allowed. No, yeah, this look is at not no. jazz dancing. And Commodore Hairface is just like, get out of here. This is the best thing we've ever yeah. seen, even though it has nothing to do with what as, we're auditioning for. As the three of them run up and jump onto the table and start <laughs> dancing on the table yes. while Franco's like yes. angrily <laughs> waving his fist yeah. behind them. And they're, <laughs> the judges are all just, yes, dance for us. <laughs> we're never felt so alive. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, and then, but they're I, to be fair, not to be fair, just to point out, whatever routine they're doing is is completely like they're all independent of one another. Yeah, like there's no choreography. Ozone is just sliding back and forth on the stage mm-hmm. in front of the camera and doing like weird hand tricks and stuff. She's doing her typical dance theater bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Turbo is doing whatever the fuck Turbo does, mm-hmm. and they're all just like, "Hooray! This is the greatest thing ever!" It's like you can't build a show around this. this but is they crazy. did because <laughs> they did. suddenly they're on Broadway, and you know, like <laughs> just like there's a Broadway. Well, <laughs> I mean, they have a sign outside with you know Special K Ozone and Turbo in Starring in, in street, street, dad, street, street Jazz, Street Jazz, Street Jazz. That's yes. what it was. Jazz Street maybe jazz better, street. but mm-hmm. it, street jazz is what it's called. But yeah, they have a like they're on stage and like the graffiti starts lighting up. Like there's backlighting behind the graffiti and mm-hmm. there's stylized cars and trash cans mm-hmm. on fire and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, they're all just dancing all over the stage. Uh, the, their rivals have been given parts in the show. Everyone in town and, is there. Yeah. <laughs> And it's weird because for the longest time, Kelly's not in it. No, she's not there And at then all. she shows up and she's like, there is no Kelly, only Zool. Yes. Because her outfit is... <laughs> yep. Yep. It, yep. She straight up goes her. Yep. She is. <laughs> and, the Gozerian, yeah. if you didn't know. <laughs> she's absolutely... That's who she is. Um, wait, same I thought, haircut. Wait, I thought, it was, I thought that was Zool. I thought Gozer was the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. I need to know my Yeah. All right, fine. Either way. Whatever. Ghost That's why she reference. said there's no Kelly, only Zool. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. But either way, she just like this girl's already had the mullet going throughout the movie. So it just it slicked back even more mm-hmm. to do the full Zool with her bedazzled <laughs> sequence thing. Zool. It's like David Bowie dressed Zool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's pretty, pretty much, much. Zooly Stardust. <laughs> but yeah, they and they they get into their nice. whole dance <laughs> and you can tell it's building up to something because suddenly they go slow motion. Yep. And then they jump into the air and the three of them, you know, have the legs kicked back and everything and freeze frame. Mm-hmm. Breaking. Breaking. A and Globus production. Like it's, it's like the good like title card, like the 70s mm-hmm. style title card. Yes. And like the breaking is in the specialized font mm-hmm. and, you know, Golden Globus production that fades out and then it fades back in. Coming soon. Electric Boogaloo. And you're like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> They are cranking this shit well, no, no, out. To be fair, like, um, like we're watching scenes from the movie and we're hearing Ice T now doing a break, a, a specific Star Grovey break and rap. It recap mm-hmm. of and, the and, events and, of the and, film. And, and, the, and it's the very end of it is where he's like, he's like, you know, whatever rhymes. Like you ain't seen nothing yet because the best is yet to come. And get ready for Wait, yeah, part two. two. <laughs> I mean, it is straight up. It's like one of those '80s movie tie-in music videos. Yes. Huh? Where it's just like because every once in a while they have somebody like a line from it. They're like, right. you yeah. know, she can't dance, right? It's all and B roll from the film, and yeah. then all of a sudden, here's a here's a line of dialogue, and here's a specific scene mm. over the music, and then yeah, it, that's yeah. basically they play the music video at the end of the movie. Yep, and at the very end of the credits, you get uh, a pretzel like man gets recruited for the Avengers. <laughs> yes. There was there was a point where a guy does like you know the extreme 
a lotus position thing. Like yeah, the crab. Thing. Yeah, like he gets down on the ground and like ends. But this guy comes and picks him up, like still in that thing, and just carries him off. And yep. Was yeah. young young Nick Fury with both eyes and hair. <laughs> and yeah. now that man is in the Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Break it. Nick perturbed. Break it. <laughs> right. Break it. Yes. Uh, I, I was just thinking, like we said, oh man, they they moved fast, like they they probably wouldn't have known that it would they would have hoped that it would be popular they knew they were writing a fad they knew they were writing a fad so and the way that the way that canon pictures works Mm -hmm. like they probably just said we're gonna put this in the end credits whether or not we end up making one we're gonna put this in there and when people go if people go berserk then as soon as the first person that comes out of the theater that says, I want to see Electric Boogaloo, then boom, we start we start filming. I think this movie probably opened on a Friday. On that Saturday, they were principal photography for Breaking 2 had started. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I think they were just like, okay, more than 12 people went to see it. Yeah. We've, we've got a shorter window now because this fad will probably die. So let's get it done. That, that had to have been yep. how they did it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, Stargrove, absolutely. It gets a Stargrove for the yeah, end wrap, yep. the iced tea. And it helps that it's iced tea. That's even better. Thank you, iced tea. <laughs> yeah, not iced tea's best work, though. No, 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 no. Nothing no. nothing in this movie is iced tea's best work. No, no, no. It's almost embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Well, some of it is just like anyone just shouting words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it could be anyone. So now I guess we rate breaking. Sure. I can go. Okay. <clears throat> Um, so if you want to see some breakdancing, have I got a movie for you? If you want to see any plot or anything else, I'm hoping that's in Electric Boogaloo. You know, I, I don't know. Nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just, I can't stop ice teeing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, because I mean, like, there's some, there's some decent dancing, but like, man, it's just dance montage, dance montage, dance montage, finished. Mm-hmm. But it's still all kind of fun because... I mean, watching people breakdance and wear stupid clothes that don't even look like their own is is kind of entertaining. So when all said and done, I think I'm going to rate this two jocks. Like, I would recommend it slightly more than a barely recommend one, but it's not much higher than that. Like, I, I enjoy it, but there's it, it's light on substance. It's very light on substance. And uh, yeah, I, I kind of, you know, like the things I remember, I think all the things I remember are, are in Breaking 2. I mean, okay. it's been a long time since I've seen these movies, but... I just remember a lot of things, and I think they must all be in Breaking Two. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping for good things, but I'm glad yeah. we laid the, the groundwork by watching one. We, yeah, we needed the intro to these characters to understand. Yes, <laughs> their their deep motivation to right. dance yes. and not make money, he, even though they eventually make money. Yes, on a big Broadway show. <laughs> yeah, street jazz. Um, okay, I'll go. All right. Um, so I was sitting at two jocks for the longest time. I was like, yeah, this is bright. This is colorful. This is dumb. It's, it's breezing along fine. Um, but then they got to that audition and God, just the guy just be like, no, no more dancing, please leave. And them just forcibly dancing and then into their hearts, Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) that bumped it up to a three for me because, that that scene is just so good. It even though it's pure fucking nonsense. Like they're all just independently doing nothing mm-hmm. and everyone's just so stoked by it and Franco is losing his mind and they all just come around. It, it's 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 but yeah, the the substance of this movie is it's just not there. It's not there. But it's a 
it's a bright, colorful movie with a lot of music in it, and it's just, you could just turn it on and be like, yeah, all right, it's a good time. So, what was your rating? Three, three, three times. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I can only go two. Okay, I just I, I was disappointed by the dancing in this movie. To be totally honest, there's only a couple scenes where I think anybody does a really awesome job. The rest of the time, it's kind of, eh. I, I feel like there are better options for seeing cool dancing out there. And we have seen plenty of them already. Mm-hmm. And, but I mean, I, I think I like, especially like when you compare it to rapping, which I know is we shouldn't be comparing things directly, but this feels like, you know, like the test run for rapping almost like they knew what to do for rapping, which is like so much more entertaining than this is. Absolutely. And this is just not there in that same vein at all. And it's just, I, I, I don't like Kelly being the main character, though. I don't think I like ozone being the main character. If they were to do that either, I think I should just follow turbo around the entire movie. If they have just followed turbo around, if, this would probably be a five well, jocks movie. I, for me. I was disappointed to learn that they weren't using They weren't Shabadoo and Boogaloo shrimp in the movie. I was like, why aren't you just that? Yeah. Like, yeah. Cause then electric Boogaloo, I was like, well, great. The second movie is going to be all about him. Yeah. Cause as soon as I saw him, I was like, well, obviously that's why it's electric Boogaloo. Cause mm-hmm. that guy, Boogaloo shrimp. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it sounds like with the second one being like dream sequences and other stuff where yeah. it's just like, we don't have to, you know, we don't have to have a crowd around watching it. We can just let these people do what they want. And cause it's so much of it feels like, all right, we got you guys in a room dance. Yeah. yeah. And there's not choreography. There's not other stuff that makes dance movies fun. And so that's why I can only go to, I mean, it's still fun. The, the fashions are insane and it's colorful and good natured for the most part. But yeah, I was hoping for more. Yeah. I did appreciate that years later, they remade this to save the last dance. Yeah. That's, that, <laughs> yes, they did. I was really expecting this to turn into like the Shooter McGavin shit show, mm-hmm. and it absolutely did not go there. Like, he was a genuine dude the whole time, and mm-hmm. I could not. That's the most unbelievable thing about the movie <laughs> is that Shooter McGavin didn't just turn complete heel on these guys and you know do mean things to uh, what's her name, whose name I've already forgotten, Kelly. Kelly, thank you. I thought it was Kelly, but Special K. Yeah, Special K. Um, so. That was something that was throwing me off almost the entire movie. Um, the other thing is this just this movie doesn't really like it just breezes by like it when it was picking up plots at the at the plot store. It was like, oh, just give me just give me the one that's like two, three pages. I don't need anything else. Like, is that cheap? OK, I'll take it. Um, let's go. Let's go dance. That sounds like Golden Globus. Yeah, pretty much thing. Write me two-page treatment. Get on with it. Oh, you have $400. <laughs> Let's make a movie. Go. He's back. Yay. <laughs> oh, Menachin. <laughs> what? <laughs> Can't you hear Menachin? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, it's such a, it's such a tiny thread of a plot. And... Otherwise, it's just filled with dancing. It's such a weird movie to try to rate, especially on our scale. Like, there's there are teases of things we like, and there are teases of things that we've you know that will come in the future. Like, it's a it's a prelude of a bunch of shit that we're eventually really gonna like. Um, but at the same time, it's kind of weak overall. I think I can really only only commit to two jocks on this one. Um, but if you are at all interested in dance movies, you obviously have to see this because it's one of those dance movies. Um, 
I mean, it is, and I, I, with capital letters, oh, like, oh, not oh. not just like it is a dance movie because yeah, <laughs> um, but it's it's one of those dance movies that you need to see because it 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 obviously occupies a space in history that is mm-hmm. that is unique. Um, There's no rec center. There is no what rec happened? center. That's it hadn't happened yet. Yeah, they hadn't. Uh, it's coming. They hadn't danced to save the rec mm. center yet, so we oh. hadn't learned how to do that until maybe the next movie, but. Uh, see it if you're a dance movie fan, um, or don't. I don't care. <laughs> Guess. Excellent. <laughs> good. Mm-hmm. That's how I review movies now. That's a strong stance you take. Very good. Do a thing or don't. <laughs> I don't care about you. <laughs> there is no I'm, I care. <laughs> well, I guess uh, on that note. Nothing yeah. matters anymore. <laughs> yeah, I suppose we should take, probably probably take a break, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Take a break. Sure. Yeah, take a break. In. Welcome back. Hey, Bamfcast. Bamfcast. Mm-hmm. Half number two. Second half. Electric Bamfalu. <laughs> sure. Uh huh. Well, <laughs> on that hot joke. Yes. BJ. Yeah. Tell us about more hot jokes. Um, what'd you do this weekend? Ah, uh, let's see. Movie related. I uh, watched like eleven hours of Orange Is the New Black. Nope, not movie related. No? That's not a movie. I mean, that's longer than a movie. Sure, it yeah. is, but that's not what we're talking Wait, about. Wait, you mean the Donald Trump campaign? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> goodbye forever. Bye. Um, Never not a funny yeah. joke, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, so on, on Friday, I had Friday off, and I was able to avoid opening crowd, opening night day sort of crowds mm-hmm. and go see Ghostbusters 2016 in the theater. Oh, you mean Ghostbusters answered the call? Ghostbusters 2016. <laughs> okay. It is uh, I don't know if that's an, the official subtitle or what. Um, it's just Ghostbusters. Alright. Yeah. I think it's just Ghostbusters and they just put answer the call near it. Okay. Like a mm. tagline perhaps? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, I hear this movie is controversial. Uh, you know, a bunch of whiny man babies don't yeah. like it, even though they haven't seen it. It's what? controversial for no fucking reason. And what? there are some people who have seen it that have valid opinions on it, positive or negative. Uh-huh. Are you one of those people? I am. I would like to hear those. Um, I am actually quite positive on this movie. Um, I will. I will say that I did not expect this to be any of the previous Ghostbusters, because I am... A person of reasonable intelligence, and I know that it's not going to be a remake. It's not going to be the same movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it, practically nobody involved with any of the originals had anything to do with this. So I know it's not going to be the same movie. Um, it does retain quite a bit of the sort of charm that Ghostbusters has. Sort of, it's hard to describe, but I think. If you've seen Ghostbusters and or Ghostbusters 2, you'll know. It's got a little bit of that feel, um, while at the same time being a very different kind of comedy, because it's written by people with completely different sensibilities. Um, it is 
hilarious. Uh, <laughs> like, that is a fact. That is not an opinion. It is hilarious. Okay. Um, Kate McKinnon is an absolute treasure. She is the funniest thing in this movie. So it's a different person than that's on Saturday Night Live? <laughs> I find Kate McKinnon funny on Saturday Night Live, okay. but I find her, mm-hmm. like, this is... She seems way more comfortable in this. I just, I mean, she's like, she's the improv mugger on Saturday Night Live. Every time she walks in a scene, she just makes a funny face. And it's like, all right, I guess that's funny. She does a lot of like weird, like she does that just be really weird on Mm -hmm. SNL. Um, But this is more. Something that suits the character. And suits, yeah, the character is, is, is suited by her and, and vice versa. Um it it just really really works for her and she has some of the best lines and some of the best scenes in the movie uh, hands down uh, melissa C- mccarthy was pretty good um for what i expect out of melissa mccarthy she was pretty good <laughs> did she fall down at any point in time when somebody else also didn't fall down like due to a building collapsing or ghost shenanigans <laughs> um she she had some like falling down moments but not because like not just like let's throw her around okay. because it's funny to see the fat lady no. fall down. Yeah. Um, she got the shit slapped out of her. Well, she did get the shit slapped out of her. That as was we, in the trailer, as we all saw in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, I I really liked it. Uh, Leslie Jones is great. Kristen Wiig is fine. She's almost playing a bit of the straight man, which is which is interesting. Like she's she's got funny stuff, mm-hmm. but she's not like cranking out jokes. Um, funny stuff happens to her more than more than she does funny stuff. Hmm. Um, an interesting thing for me is for about 20 minutes, I was trying to peg each one of these ladies into, you know, their, like their who's, role, who's which, yeah, which Ghostbuster, you know, who fills what role. And to some extent, they kind of are generally in the area of some of the others, but it's not, it's not just a bring this character over and make it a woman. They are for, you know, they're for certain their own characters. Like Kate McKinnon's character is not just a carbon copy of Egon. She's the weird scientist, but she's not the same kind of weird scientist. If you, if you get what I, what I mean Mm -hmm. by that. Um, I do. Good. (laughs) Um, I, the few problems that I have with this movie outside of the horrendous soundtrack Mostly the villain is just kind of not that good. You know, the the bad thing in this movie is just kind of fairly thin and weak. But um, it does provide a good backdrop for these ladies to be really funny, and that's what I that's what I enjoyed. I'm I was just gonna say that I love Kate McKinnon so much uh, because of this movie. But um, well, okay, yeah. I just I couldn't stop thinking about about her entire, like, everything about her role in this movie, I think, was great. And a lot of the internet, I know, is also saying that, like, they're all in love with Kate McKinnon, too. It does seem to um, be reaching a boiling point of Kate McKinnon love online, yeah. so... Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a strange swing for feminism, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's put the ladies in love in, in lead roles and still, you know, sexualize them, I guess. Well, I mean, not not in love like I, like, oh my god, she's so hot, like, that woman is just amazing and hilarious. I know. Like, I just like yeah. I said, it's it's it seems like a weird swing, like to me. I yeah. look at me. I, I'm not a I'm not a judge. I don't make you know ruling on 
feminism rules, but it just yeah. seemed like, all right, like I'm not a judge. Well, I'm, just, I'm saying, like, I mean, like it, it just feels I'm like not a weird trailer. Judge. I'm a human being. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I'm just a caveman. <laughs> it's a strange <laughs> swing feminism of like confuses. Like, not only do we me. pass the Bechdel test, but like you know that it's like it's all right to like I don't know. I've, I'm seeing like a lot of ladies like professing lady love for her, and it's like. Uh, that's, a well, weird, that's just a weird swing. Yeah, I mean, that has about time. that has something to do with her. Ladies being, can do uh, things now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, ones that I'm not sure are, are homosexual. You know, like I mean, just like it yeah. seems to be a, yeah, a strange thing I'm, where it's like I'm sure part of that is the fact that she's openly gay, okay. which makes yeah. a difference there too. Sure. Yeah. I think for I, I, look, a lot of people. Yeah, I, I haven't seen the movie. I'm, I'm not. I'm trying. I'm speaking. I'm trying to speak in abstracts yeah. because I, you know, I'm not. Yeah, like, I all mean, I can judge this movie on is what mm-hmm. the trailers right. showed me, which was, which was which was not. It didn't feel good. What the trailers were giving me did not feel good. Yeah, it's it's good to hear a, a rational person that you know whose opinion I I can trust and not the inter, hey. not the internet yeah. tell me mm-hmm. you know it's you know it gets better <laughs> so to speak <laughs> you know it gets better than the trailer. <laughs> wow, interesting use of that phrase. Yeah, um, but yeah, like. I guess that's kind of weird, but it's. I think she just resonates with a lot of people. Um, well, a lot of people so are weird and quirky and yeah, slightly off center and. and she, she's got this. She's got, like I said, she's got the best lines in in the movie. Um, I think, and it just and she knocks the character out of the park. It's it's really really good. Um, Chris Hemsworth is that mm-hmm. his name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Thor or his brother? <laughs> is it Thor or the other one from Thor. Hunger Games? It's Thor. Thor. It's Thor. Okay. It's Thor. It's yeah. Thor. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's Thor. Chris. <laughs> Chris, not Liam, right? Right. Yeah. Yes. Chris. Yeah. Um, does a great job as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I don't know, it's kind of a bit part, but he he gets some really good, just like everything you've seen in the trailer about him times, you know, times 10 or mm-hmm. so. It's, and he plays it really well. Uh, he's obviously fairly decent actor i guess he's all right <laughs> well I, um so he's able to but he he pulls I, off comedy pretty yeah well. and i like the spin that they've that these women have hired a dude who's terrible at everything but he's really hot looking yeah yeah so yeah and watching that scene unfold where he gets hired is is pretty funny mm-hmm. yeah so i have one final question for you are you gonna ask me to rate it on the ghostbuster no, scale thank no. god is your childhood still intact? Uh, no, my childhood, as a matter of fact, as soon as I stepped in the movie theater, shattered into a million pieces. Oh, no. My testicles both shriveled up and oh. exploded into goo at so the same time. So it's all true. Oh, and- Wait, did they, re- did they re- recede like into you and then explode? <laughs> yes, that okay. while they were shriveling. <laughs> sure. Oh. Um, and also, all of the women in the movie theater uh, chopped my penis off. Oh. And- God, it really its yeah. happening just yeah. like they've all said yeah. it would. Uh-huh. The prophecies had foretold. <laughs> yeah. That this would the, happen. The traveler has come, and it, uh, yeah. I should have listened to the internet, man, Chuck. <laughs> yeah, why didn't you go, yeah. Chuck? Look, your balls are intact. Your my childhood's girl- fine, yeah, unraped. I, What's the heck? I don't my know. girlfriend was there. She choked the life out of me. It oh was, God! Wow, it's terrible. Mm. I've been subjugated by 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 women. Mm. No, I I don't know what I'm going to do, but <laughs> nah, poor man, I'm, I'm going to make the best of it. Poor poor man. Yeah. I'm no, so uh, my childhood is completely intact because well, uh, I am a rational human being for the most part. <laughs> there you go. It's good to hear. Yeah, I'm not a whiny piss baby. <laughs> so, so when you got home, your copy of Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters Two were still intact, right? Ha. Like, trick question. I don't own a copy of either. <laughs> you sucker. Wait. So, were you able to find them online though to watch? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, uh, 
Wait, so, so my copies of Ghostbusters yeah, so and Ghostbusters they're fine. Too? They're okay. fine. So they haven't been erased from <laughs> history? They haven't. Wait, man. I just don't even know if, what's happening. Even if you think this movie is shit, mm-hmm. Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2 will still be all right. There you go. All right. And you can live your court. life happy and normal. And I swear to God, if I know you and I find out that you've been talking shit to Leslie Jones on Twitter, I will end you. <laughs> That's the, He means it. Oh. What? No. Twitter oh, has already banned... Thing? people so yeah that's the yeah. one one in they, particular they banned the one shit lord but there's yeah. still a hundred million shit His lords out there shit lord underlings are still yeah, in play there's a lot of people with two followers who <sighs> and an egg avatar that was a bad day <laughs> what now what, what did i miss something to cheat she, yeah she it was, there was a real bad did? day on twitter yesterday was was it yesterday it was, it was basically ago. people photoshopping stuff like photoshopping quotes and making shit up that even even worse, I think they were doing the thing where you go do the inspect element in Chrome and then replace the text yeah. with whatever you yeah. want it to say. Yeah. And they were it, it was just like endless tweeting horrendous shit at Leslie Jones. Um, and it was the that douchebag who's been banned from Twitter, Milo Yiannopoulos, Breitbart, yeah. Breitbart guy, yeah, um, who is just a shitlord in all the worst ways, um, inciting these people to just be terrible to Leslie Jones because she's a black woman in Ghostbusters. Yeah, it was yeah. really bad. It seemed completely unprompted out of nowhere. I, yeah. It's not like she said something that not but, even that you could say something that to say why, prompt it. Why her? Because she's black. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. The black woman in Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. OK. That was the yeah, most it, target. It's, it's that was the, the most concentrated target. It's they could the think perfect of. storm of yeah. all those things. I just I was wondering what female Tra- Tracy Morgan did like above anyone else. It was it was it was really awful. Like okay, the yeah. whole day was awful and bad. And yeah. finally, Twitter yeah. stepped up where, and, where she basically just started retweeting all of it. Yeah. Over she, and over and over. she had been blocking people. And then she was like, no, I'm going to leave this live so you people can see what I'm getting. Hmm. Yeah. And Ugh. she basically said, like, this is why celebrities don't respond to anybody on Twitter. Yeah. This is, why, like, this is why celebrities aren't really ignoring you. They just they know they. Yeah. They it's not worth don't it. Don't want to look through this because it's all garbage. It's yeah. all hot garbage. Why would you do this? But. Yeah, that's hopefully that's in other words, the Internet's a terrible place. It is. It totally is. And I will end you. Yeah. BJ will end you. BJ will find you and end you. However, however, Mm -hmm. there are corners of the Internet that are pretty good. (gasps) Oh, really? Including this one. Yes, this one is. This is one. Another corner is Netflix. Because Mm. there's a show on Netflix right now called Stranger Things. Mm -hmm. It is something you everyone listening has to absolutely watch. Okay. People have been going nuts over this. It's weird because I don't feel like this thing had any promotional press whatsoever. Like I, I vaguely remember hearing about it when it started production, and then was like, oh, whatever. And then like it, it, as Netflix often does, they just kind of vomit it out onto their service, and then people just have to find it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people found it, and a lot of people have been talking about it, and it's really good. It's really, really good. So. Most of the descriptions of this thing is is accurate, which is if you if you basically take a Stephen King story, uh, give it a John Carpenter feel and vibe and sound and have it directed by Spielberg. That's kind of this thing. Huh? It's yeah. it's a it, right. it, it takes place in 1983. It takes place in Indiana. Um, it's about a group of kids and something happens to one of the kids and there's some spooky goings on in the town. Ooh, spooky. Um. As I was saying to you, Mackie, it's kind of like one long setup for a really great X-Files episode that Mulder and Scully never bothered to show up for. Okay. It's like it's like you're introduced to this world. And you're like, wow, whatever's going on in this town is really cool. But then the townspeople just deal with it themselves. Mm-hmm. 
it's really great. Like it's uh, it's completely authentic. It it never really breaks the whole 1983 vibe it's got going on. It it doesn't feel like it's pandering. It the references aren't you you worry about these kinds of things like the references are going to break it like people you you just have writers who are too clever and they're making references to things that are more famous now because of pop culture and mm-hmm. maybe weren't in 83 but it it's not like that at all yeah not not doing the whole oh well in a few years yeah or, no. you know, or the what's a nintendo i've never heard it you know that yeah no there's none of that bullshit but i mean like the movie there's a lot of the thing vibe to it and there's mm-hmm. references to the thing but they make sense like someone's got it recorded on on their betamax player and they're watching it and they're like quoting stuff that they probably read in like starlog magazine about mm-hmm. it 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 just it all feels like conversations that would have have happened during that time. Yeah. Um ah, so good. So does it feel like it's a season? It's like eight episodes, yes. right? Yes. Is it a season? Like yes. it's coming back. It's, okay. it's an eight episode season. I don't know if there'll be another one, but they could totally do it. Okay. So but, so there is enough that but it's told its own story. It tells its own story. Ninety five percent of it is done by the end of the thing. Okay. It, the way they end it could be just an homage to 80s things, how 80s things always left the door open. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily like, oh, they're going to come back and deal with this in season two. Yeah. They could do a totally different thing. Um, ah, so good. It's just so I mean, I literally like eight hours on a couch, like didn't move, which I have not done in forever. Mm hmm. It was just like, we need to check out the show. And then eight hours had gone by. Really. For real. The most insidious thing Netflix ever did was add the. All right. Next episode coming up in five, yeah. four, three. And it's like, oh, shit. You know, and they almost don't give you enough time. Well, I could like, get to, up and go to the bathroom, yeah, but they eh, don't. I'll just sit here. And it's almost a bummer with this show that they do that because it's one of those shows that uses really great music. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that great music is playing over the closing credits. Oh, and yeah. you're like, how do I get up to the little window where right. the credits are to mm-hmm. make that? So yeah, they need to stop that. Like let the credits finish before you autoplay the next video. Like, yeah. like the countdown should be to the very end of the credits. Yes. And like, you know, like, yeah. I don't need to see the, who put the subtitles in French shit. If yeah, you no. watch certain things long enough, they're like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, they have those it, credits, but I mean like, well, into the show credits I need. Yeah. But it, it, it's so good. It's got Winona Ryder in it. Um, Matthew Modine, um, the kid actors are all credible. They're not annoying little shits. I mean, they're, they're really... Yeah, that was one thing. When you told me about the show, I was like, I see a lot of kids in this cast. Yeah. They're they're, they're like Spielberg kids in that they're kind of charming and kind of realistic. The show... There are a couple times where the kids have conversations where you're like, okay, the writers didn't dumb that conversation down enough. Like, they're having grown-up writer conversations and not little kid conversations. Mm-hmm. But... The kids in this are never like, oh, I just want to murder that kid. You're the yeah. most precocious little shit I've ever seen. None of that. So they feel like real normal kids. Yeah. That are yeah. dicks. Just Midwest, like AV nerds. Well, kind I, think, of kids. I think you mean better than normal kids. Yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was about to amend yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. It, it is so good. I mean, like Harley, I would describe it to you kind mm-hmm. of as mm-hmm. like, it's almost like a tribute to Super 8, if that makes sense. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in. You, I mean, you've already sold me. Okay. Well, like, I had no idea what this was about. I just heard people talking about it. Yeah. It was like, that sounds like some Stephen King bullshit, like in the bad way. Like, <laughs> no, it, it's Stephen King. It's, it's good Stephen King. Yeah. That's like, what I, yeah. Yeah. It's. But it's so weird how it did feel like a like, hey, remember Super 8? Let's do a tribute to Super 8. And it's like, okay, but it's also a tribute to 100 other things. Sure. And oh, it's just I cannot hey, recommend I, it enough. Like of all the like weird little like throwback sessions we've had where, mm-hmm. you know, things come back. I, I am all about the, you know, the scene 
bringing the cinematic style of late seventies, early eighties Carpenter back because between you know the guest and mm-hmm. it follows and it sounds like this perhaps I'm, I am all about this. Like yeah, well, I remember we talked about it a while back. Like Dean Cundy, where did Dean Cundy go? Yeah, because he gave that look to like it was Halloween, it was the thing, mm-hmm. it was Back to the Future. It's like yeah, yeah. Everybody just learned from that guy, and. I, you know, I have no doubt this was probably filmed on digital because everything is now. Yeah. It doesn't look like it. It doesn't look like digital. It looks like mm. film. They've done a really good job with the lighting and the coloring and the set mm-hmm. design. The set design on this whole thing is amazing. There's not even a hint of anything modern anywhere. Yeah. Like, I'm looking everywhere for like, oh, they fucked up. There's that car or nothing. I mean, it's time capsule in the best way. So They're good. Check it out. So you recommend it? I do a little bit, <laughs> a touch, a tad, a skosh, skosh. Okay, a yeah. smidge. Yes, I'll cue it up. But everyone, please watch it before the internet ruins it. Before the, everyone just gets all making memes. Yeah, because about I know I really know nothing about it. So the internet, like, I don't even know. Like I know that. it's like it's set in the early eighties. Yeah, and it has this feel, but nobody said like what sets the plot in motion or anything like that. Or I even, wouldn't even want to say. Yeah, but the plot is set in motion in the first five minutes. Okay, so. Cool. Almost a little bit to the series' detriment because then they have to spend a lot of time establishing characters, and you're like, wait, what about that thing <laughs> mm-hmm. that you set up? That cool thing. Yeah. So that's my thing. Did Did you have movies? Like no. A, oh, okay. I got nothing, man. I got emails. All right. But we're saving those for the end. Okay. Well, I, as you may may remember, uh, I am doing a dumb thing where I'm watching <laughs> the Friday Thirteenth movies. I remember. And that's I have, not that dumb. I have two of them to you know to talk about, and I actually have one of them to talk about with Chuck. Oh. Because. He brought his uh, <laughs> Blu-ray copy of Friday the 13th Part... Well, he brought the whole entire set. I did, yeah. But Friday the 13th Part 3 is in 3D, mm-hmm. as all good Part 3 should be. Yes. <laughs> um, however, they didn't bother to Blu-ray 3D it up. They threw in some red-blue glasses in the case and said, go to town. <sighs> yeah. Because... I think Freddy's Dead did that, too. To it be did. fair, to be fair, I, I was like, wow, this looks like ass, and I forgot how bad, you know... Um, what is that called? It's not lenticular. That's the... the Anaglyph. Anaglyph, yeah. Anaglyph 3D was, because, yeah. I mean, it just fucks the whole color scheme of the movie up, yep. mm-hmm. you know? So I was like, man, I forgot how bad this was. Um, but, like, I know for a fact this is the kind of thing, like, this series is the kind of thing that had they done a proper 3D Blu-ray treatment, people would be like, no, you changed the original. It's not pure. Like, this is mm-hmm. the kind of thing where people want, like, they can never do... All right, let me talk a little bit about the movie. Like there, there, my note for part three because I didn't take notes. Like I, I had been for the other one because we were watching it. My note for part three was it's all dumb shit coming at the camera. <laughs> that's my note for part three. That's well, that's my, what three D movies were. Well, no, oh, no, 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 not understand. like this. <laughs> this movie is all dumb shit coming at the camera in every possible opportunity, <laughs> down to the opening sequence is. <sighs> Like I think we alluded to it when I was when I was talking about part two, but part mm-hmm. three and four are literally Saturday fourteenth and Saturday or Sunday the fifteenth after part two. Yeah, so it's like a mini trilogy, like Star Trek movies of like two, three, and four. Yeah, it's basically Friday the thirteenth the next day, right? <laughs> because yeah, it's it's the next three, it's three days in a row after Friday the thirteenth part two. Yep. Um. So the events of two have just concluded, and they've shown you like literally like five ten minutes of it to start the movie. It's really bizarre. Like they don't do a montage. It's just, here's the end of part mm-hmm. two. Watch it. Not in 3d. Enjoy. It's like a Rocky movie. They just basically like, here's the last 10 minutes of the previous Rocky right. movie. Just pad some time. Yeah. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. So th- you got that 10 minutes of not in 3d at all. Yeah. 
Then the credits start, which are in a cool 3D font. And not in 3D. Also not in 3D, which is super disappointing. And we were like, did we not pick the 3D version? What's wrong? Mm. Until finally the movie actually starts. I was like, okay, yeah. Yeah. Because up until that point, you could take the glasses off and be like, this looks normal. Yeah, this is fine. All of a sudden it was like, oh, okay, that's blurry shit. Yeah. Anyway, like there's an opening sequence where there's a couple like in their shitty home slash store in the woods that they have. Mm -hmm. And like everything they're doing is like... They're watching TV and they have to turn the antenna so that the point of the antenna comes right at the camera. Yeah. I mean, it is like, <laughs> like I'm not joking. There are 50 things pointed straight in your face in the camera in this movie. And it's just There's laundry outside. Yeah. Blowing flapping in, in your face. Yeah. But I said I said all that to say this. There are, there are a couple of times where Jason has a kill where he throws a machete or shoots a harpoon and it comes right at the camera, like at your face. And you can clearly see it's on like a track so mm-hmm. that it goes right where the camera is going to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I said that because like, if they try to change the anaglyph 3d, the fans would be like, no, you can't do it. And they could never do a special edition that removes the wires. You'd be like, no, yeah. you, you mess with the original. Like, so there's something about the horror movies of that time period. like, you just can't touch them. You can't do anything Mm -hmm. like they're hold so sacrosanct, you know, because of Fangoria and shit like that. (laughs) Um, anyway, like three, three is not good. Nope. (laughs) Three, three is really not good. Like they, they let the 3d just get in its way constantly. And the whole thing takes place at one person's house where it doesn't make sense, but some time has passed where she left home and like they, they, they dance around the subject for a while where she has come home to this house where something bad has happened. Mm -hmm. And when they finally tell you, it's like, well, where the fuck are her parents? Yeah. Like they, they make it sound like her parents died by, by Jason's hands or in a car wreck or they don't tell you. Mm -hmm. And eventually it comes out. She was mad at her parents, ran out in the woods one night and Jason tried to attack her and she got away and that, and like, but then woke up the next day in her bed and she was fine. Yeah. And so she's like, she's had this traumatic experience and no one believes that it was real, but now her parents are gone. This place is in complete disarray. It hasn't been touched in like five years. And it's just this excuse for the, you know, people to all come to this house where was once her home, hang out and have Jason murder them one by one. Yeah. Including like some, they go into town and for no reason whatsoever, get into it with three biker toughs. But like 90% of the kills all happen in what I like to call the murder barn. Murder in this barn. One, because there is a barn that just people will wander into to get killed. Yeah. And then not get killed in the house. Yeah. And so people just be like, hey, I wonder what's going on in the barn. And like, oh, I'm going to get so stabbed like a, with it's like a Call of Duty level yeah. where there's that one spot <laughs> where, where everybody yeah. just. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder the victims are, are, yeah, are spawning in this seen, farm. I haven't seen Paul in a while. Oh, boy. I've got a oh, pitchfork in the Jason chest. Jason spawn camping again. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Yeah. But it's it's bad. I, I want to move on to the next one because three is just well, dumb. Real quick, okay, I just let me, it's it's so detached from the Friday the Thirteenth movies because like these characters are all driving to this place that's next door to Camp Crystal Lake. They see the crime scene from the previous movie. Yep. They're like, oh, I wonder what's going on over there, and then just keep driving. Like no one has any ties to Crystal Lake. No one knows Jason's name. No one knows the lore. Nope. Nothing. It's never brought up. It's just like, oh god, there's a guy here. We have to run. Right. And I like mean, this is where he finally gets the hockey mask, but it's in the dumbest way humanly possible. Like it's it's an afterthought. Like like the thing does is he like, like trip and fall and face plant <laughs> no, into the hockey mask no. right, and so, then get up and it's stuck to his head by like there, a nail or something. There is that would be one right. character that is basically comedic art Garfunkel. <laughs> it's this dumpy guy with a Jufro. Mm-hmm. It's the only way to say it. And like he's ups- like he's pudgy and like doesn't fit in and then 
thinks that he needs to set up these elaborate pranks to scare people, like that's going to you know make him mm-hmm. more likable. And all it does is push people further away. So like he'll he, he does this whole thing where like he looks like he's been murdered in the closet. and You think you've seen your first kill, and it's like it's just him like having fun with the special effects or whatever. But like there's a point where he goes after the girl he fancies wearing this hockey mask and and a machete, I think, and or something. No, the Spear harpoon gun. gun. The harpoon gun. Spear yeah. Gun, yeah. Um, and like that's and like so when Jason kills him, he just picks up the hockey mask, and it's like. Number one, it's dumb because like this character was dumb, and number two, he broke the scream rules, which only start really happening in four. I notice, mm-hmm. um, where this guy like never even gets with the lady, but gets murdered. You know, yep. so like guy dies a virgin. You know, like, yep, <laughs> and then, like you know, it's and that's where he gets lucky. Yeah, the guy never engaged in the sex. Right. Yeah, but I'm saying like there's 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 also another weird thing. Like it doesn't persist throughout the entire movie, but like there was a point where. I was like, is this a Friday the 13th movie? Because it seemed like they were going out of their way to not have nudity. Yeah. Like, like really out of their way. Like, I was like. For a Friday the 13th It's movie. just weird. Yeah. I was Come like, on. I don't need this. But like, it was like, there was a shot where it was like, really? Like, you're, you're, you're going to sh- show like shoulder up on this girl in the shower? Like, what kind of. That's kind of the point. Friday- I hate. I hate to put it that way, but that's kind of the point of those movies right. is nudity and gore. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's the other thing, too, is that there's barely any nudity in it. And the kills are just kind of like eh, kill. And then right. it's over. There's no like lingering on blood or gore or anything like that. Yeah. It's just like, oh, someone got stabbed. Well, we didn't get to see it. Yeah. It's like all they did was think about the 3D and then yeah. didn't think about anything else. The the 3D transfer itself is garbage. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. It look the it's blurry and out of sync and just looks mm-hmm. bad. But the effects are fucking dumb and that kind of is saving grace because like there's a shot where characters just making popcorn in a pot on the oven and the camera just goes right above this pot where the popcorn's just popping out in front is every dumb not horror movie thing characters mm-hmm. are juggling and the camera's mm-hmm. like oh no the orange is coming at you it's it's yep it's all the dumbest stuff right in the camera so now i want to talk about part four okay or, uh, aka sunday the 15th the final chapter yes as my <laughs> first one is? is the ridiculously named sequel mm-hmm. because there were six more plus seven if you count freddy versus jason sure and then remakes yeah um yes yeah, so this is friday the 13th the final chapter which i had to look up because i wasn't sure that was part four it is mm-hmm. um so my first note is uh even jason had a montage because this starts <laughs> off with this seems to be, like there seems to be a thing like we can't start our movies without like explaining everything. Like I'm hoping after this it was like, fuck it, it's Jason. How many of these fucking movies have we made? We don't have to like show you all the events of the of the first one because this has the hype man from the first one or mm-hmm. the second one talking about him around the campfire. It's Jason's mother stuff all over again, seeing her get beheaded at the end. It's like all these things and it's just this montage of like Jason. Yep. Mm-hmm. And. So I should I should, I should mention this one has a uh, young Corey Feldman in it and also a young Crispin Glover in it. <laughs> yes, really odd, out of place Crispin Glover. Yeah. Uh-huh. So my first note was there the very first shot ever in place. He's been mm-hmm. appropriately weird yeah. from time to time. Um, my first note was the the first shot you see of Corey Feldman. He's playing Zaxxon with this horror movie like alien head thing on, uh-huh. and like he stops playing and like you know goes downstairs and his sister like calls him is like why don't you finish playing Zaxxon and my note was wow sis actually said the right name Corey Feldman was, <laughs> the game was playing you know like, it was yeah. like you know that never happens no. it's just like mm-hmm. why don't you go play your Mary, Mario Brothers yeah. or you know like she actually said Zaxxon and he was playing Zaxxon anyway mm-hmm. um, my next note was normal guy Crispin Glover is freaking me out <laughs> it's weird <laughs> because he's just one of the normal horny teenager dudes like and 
I was just like, yep, this is weird. Like, so he hadn't he hadn't gelled into Crispin Glover yet. Well, he's get we're getting there's another note later. <laughs> okay. Uh, my my next note was You're still a bit mushy, Glover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they hadn't fully crispened. <laughs> he's, he's still green. Yeah. He's not quite. They didn't put him in that special drawer in the refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Corey Feldman's uh, character's name is Tommy, mm-hmm. and my next note was peeping Tommy. Because there is a scene in the movie where he, you know, they they live in the woods and like directly next door in the middle of fucking nowhere yep. is another cabin that people rent out. Mm-hmm. So like, there's this family of mother, you know, divorced mother, uh, the good teenage daughter, who's probably not going to die, um, and and Corey Feldman, you know, live next door to this essentially rotating mm-hmm. party cabin. So there's a point where there's teenagers getting it on and Corey Feldman's just watching it and losing his goddamn shit. <laughs> like, I mean, it's like, I know you live out in the middle of nowhere and we haven't invented the internet, but he is fucking losing his shit. Like he doesn't know how to deal with this. Like he is bouncing up and down in the bed. Like you gave a kid like candy, just like a pound of candy. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, um, so my next note is okay. Maybe Crispin Glover is not, is still Crispin Glover based on his dancing because there gets to be a point where I, I should probably say uh, the note after this, I probably should have put before because they actually showed up and I didn't know they were going to stay in the movie because mm-hmm. they just kind of showed up. But my note was and twins <laughs> because they're, they're out, they're out walking in the woods and these two and they're like Crispin Glover and his buddy are actually having this conversation about how he lost his girlfriend and it's because he's terrible in bed and all this stuff. And, and he asks if he's a limp fuck. Dead, dead fuck. He keeps calling him dead fuck. Dead fuck. Okay. Yeah. Which yeah. is, you know, funny in a, uh-huh. in a Jason movie. Uh-huh. But um, <laughs> they, he's like, whatever, you can meet some girls. You're like, we're in the middle of fucking nowhere. How am I going to meet girls? And these two twins ride up on bi- <laughs> bicycles on this trail and just like, hello. And, <laughs> and he's like, and his friend's just like, and there's two of them. <laughs> Um, but they get back to the house and it's like it begins the party time mm-hmm. um, and there's a point where Crispin Glover begins to dance and it's completely how you would expect Crispin Glover to dance and it's like he's been normal guy Crispin Glover until this and then it's like okay maybe he just really is awkward like I mean because yeah. th- th- I don't know it's fucked it's fucked <laughs> just fucked dancing does he dance like he's being hit by a baseball bat he dances like he dances kind of like George McFly but like with more knee lifting and even mm-hmm. higher arm raising, because, you know, I think he was like kind of doing like, I'm I'm dancing, you know, <laughs> but this was like even more exaggerated, like he was doing the crane kick from like Karate super Kid. knee lifts. Yeah. And <laughs> um, so besides the, uh, the the normal family that lives next door has a has a golden retriever, or as I've called him, a Gordon, Gordon retriever, because that's the dog's name. Yeah. Um, so, Gordon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had I had a series of notes because I, I've become increasingly concerned um, with the the nature of animals in these movies for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. So the dog is okay, despite there being the scene where you think that the dog's not okay because the dog has run off. Mom goes out to side to chase the dog, see like looks up and sees something and screams, and then like you haven't seen the dog for like twenty minutes. And you're mm-hmm. like, "Fuck, the dog's dead." Mm-hmm. Just reappeared like out of nowhere, just following them. Like there was no like, "Hey, we reunited with the dog." It's just suddenly he was following the kids again. Yep. I was like, "All right, dog's fine, I guess." Mm-hmm. Um, so another side plot of this is there's a guy named Rob in this, and Rob, apparently his sister was one of the victims of the original. Sure. Friday the 13th, I think, because, well, yeah, there'd be no way he he got organized in two days. No, not in two days. Yeah. <laughs> but he has basically come out to the middle of the woods armed with a tent, a uh, machete, mm-hmm. uh, some sort of gun, and like a tiny knife. And he's just backpacking around trying to catch Jason. Yep. 
So like he's like got a murder boner for Jason. He's like, you killed my sister, prepare to die. Yep. But there's there's a point where he meets up with uh, the main girl and gives her his machete and pulls out his tiny knife and goes down to the basement where he's 99% Jason, sure Jason is down there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, my note was, good job, tiny knife guy. That'll stop Jason. <laughs> <laughs> and then just as I was I was thinking that the dog was fine, there was sudden dog fenestration. <laughs> and, and I can't figure out if Jason threw the dog through a window or the dog was like, fuck it, I'm out, and jumped <laughs> through the window. Because like suddenly a dog goes through a window and I don't I honestly don't know if he's Did fine he by the end. See Crispin Glover. He might he might have <laughs> dancing. But I I just put wait, dog fenestration. Did Jason do that? Because I don't honestly remember seeing the dog for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Like I I, I guess the dog's dead. Like I guess that was the implication. I I believe you're right. Okay. But my my next note was God damn it, Rob. The guy with, with the tiny knife. He did manage to survive the tiny knife fiasco, but not mm-hmm. by much, because my, my note was, God damn it, Rob, you're worse than Steve, because you even knew Jason was there. Like, Steve from the first movie, like, fucked around, we saw a lot of Steve, and then got killed the second he came back to camp. Yeah. Rob, who knew of Jason, came armed for Jason, still basically went right to where Jason is, and got murdered by him. Or like, you're worse than you Steve. You can't take on Jason. Yeah. And my, my two final notes are very quick. Um... Towards the end, during the final sequence, uh, Jason does an excellent, excellent fuck your door. <laughs> like, there's a point where they have locked the doors and, like, he has thrown Rob's lifeless body through a window. Mm-hmm. Rather than go through the window, he just says, fuck your door. And just Kool-Aid man's through this fucking door. Nice. And it's great. And the <laughs> I other, love that. The other one is there is an excellent, excellent self-defenestration into a rolling dive by our lead character. Mm-hmm. She's like... Jason has trapped me on in, in the upper like attic area, so there's like one of those weird little windows, and she just self defenestrates through it, hits the roof, does this rolling like dive onto the ground, and is fine. It was it was good form. So <laughs> yes, Excellent but yes, um, essentially the movie ends with a uh, young Corey Feldman seeing a seeing a newspaper article about Jason's whole thing, shaves his head and goes downstairs and pretends to be young Jason, and <sighs> distracts okay. him long enough to for his sister to kill him. And yeah. then, and then, like you know, he starts to do the, like I'm going to get up, and young, young Corey Feldman sees him and grabs a machete and just like goes fucking psycho on him, and which you should. I mean, he just hacks him to pieces. Yeah. But anyway, that's part four. It's it's the final it's, chapter. It's a lot better than three. It's not as good as two. So so far, it goes two, four, one, three. Ooh. Okay. So far, no more cat yeah. scares. I'm still keeping the running tally, but no more cat Aww. scares. Um, apparently there was a dog scare. I guess. I mean, I was scared for the dog. Yeah, I guess I should have been because I, I guess the dog dead. Mm. I don't know. I, I think it's a, it's it a question been, mark. It's yeah, a, it is a question mark. I mean, the dog could have just been like, "Fuck it, I'm out." Yeah, and he's <laughs> off living in the woods. Dogs by do that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, very very good. Fuck your door, buddy, Jason. There. Mm. <laughs> your door. <laughs> so, right on. Yeah, I did. I did enjoy that. There was a point in this movie where it's not all just in the woods. Like, there's some stuff in a hospital and like stuff in town. So it's like it's. They got, it's, it's they moving, got some money. It's moving to that, like, so, like this is all have to be in the woods bullshit thing. Do yeah. you have a body count for the three days that Jason no. is active in that? I'm sure. It's real high, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's absolutely. documented somewhere, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is, it's out there somewhere. I well, mean, it's not as high as you think, because other than, which one was it where it was just like, let's bring a shitload of people here? I think that was two. Two was like the, two camp, a, count, like the camp counselor's counselor yeah, retreat. Yeah, two had a bunch of people. Three was a very... Small. Three had a small cast, and you felt it because they kept bringing in other people to right. kill. 
It was like, hey, let's bring this biker gang in here and let right. Jason kill them. It's like, well, okay, you, I, you didn't hire enough kids, did you? I do like the indiscriminate way that that Jason just murders people, though, now, because like it seemed like for a while it was like it was camp counselors because they let me drown or mm-hmm. whatever. And and that was just like there was this point where they're driving in this giant station wagon. There's like eight people in the car. There's not room for anyone. And they pass by this hitchhiker lady who's just like got a sign like peace, love in Canada or something like that. <laughs> like, I'm trying to get to Canada. And there's like... They say something as they're driving by because they couldn't they couldn't actually pick her up because there's no room in the car. Yeah, and then they drive by and she you know flips them the bird. Jason just steps out and murders her. Mm-hmm. Like no reason whatsoever. It's just yeah. an extra body count. Yeah, but that's what Jason do. Yeah, he's a killing machine. He, he, he is. There's no rhyme or reason to it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm hoping that they st- like I hope not every single movie starts with a montage and ends with a swerve. Because so far, that seems to be what it is, where, mm. you know, the first one is like, <laughs> yes, oh, it's, oh, it's Jason's mom, and then young boy Jason pops out of the water, or did he, or was it imagined? And then the second one was, oh, what the fuck was the twist at the end? I don't know. There really wasn't one. Oh, that was right. There was just bubbles in the part two, I think. But then three was so dumb, because, like, yeah. they've killed Jason, they're looking at his lifeless body on, on, the, on the bank or whatever, and then his, like corpsified mom pops out of the water like ooh, what a twist yeah and this one is like there's a shot with Corey feldman and his shaved head at the end like just looking evil into the camera like oh, maybe he's the new jason <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're so, about you're about to find out okay that every single one starts with a montage and a swerve yeah you'll see all right all right well i'm gonna keep going yeah as you should sorry so. please please continue on take some let's let's do some emails and stuff yeah uh green wrote us on twitter about friday the 13th and steve oh and that he, he mentioned that it was basically a maniac cop thing where it was he, Steve was supposed to be a red herring for mm-hmm. who was murdering people. Okay. Yeah. Well, and that's the first... why they hung with him so much. Yeah. And it's one of those movies that kind of suffers from time. Right. And us knowing everything there is to know about it. Right. You know, just like maniac cop or waiting for Zadar to show up because he's the maniac cop, mm-hmm. even though they set up like three red herrings before that. Yeah. And that makes sense. Cause that one is like, there's, there's, there's a kill in the woods where I'm like, I think retroactively it's Jason, but like it doesn't feel like it because it was a normal person and there was a hitchhiker, and it's like how would how would they've gone with Jason because he looks fucking crazy or even Jason's mom? Yeah, yeah. like I don't know. There's just there's one that's like it's actually Tom Savini. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, right. You only see his legs, but yeah. like anyway. Okay. All right. Emails. All right. It's been a while. We got we got a bit of a backlog that built up. All right. But here we go. Let's just hit them. Uh, first one up is from Chase Island. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says a couple recommendations. Hey there, Bamfcasters. It's your boy, Chase, like the landmass island. <laughs> he put that in quotation marks. What's up, Sam? It's your boy. Mm. He said, yeah. But he said, I believe I recommended this movie in my very first email like three or four years ago, but I wanted to make sure you still had it on your radar and explain how I discovered it. The video game website that we both enjoy, Giant Bomb, watched a terrible and hilarious movie on one of their live streams like six or seven years ago called The Third Society. I've never seen it in full myself, but I watched them riff on it. It was quite the experience. It's a pretty obscure movie made solely by a stunt woman, the seal of a great bad movie. You can get the DVD on the Amazon Marketplace for cheap. So I'm just going to leave you a link, which he sends. And he says, another one that should be on your radar is Out for Justice. I recently watched this early Seagal film, and it's so Banffcast worthy. I know I recommended Exit Wounds early, but seriously, watch more Seagal movies. In other news, I'm a crazy man, and I have seen 91 of the top 100 martial arts movies as ranked by paste using Mackie's letterbox list to keep track, and I'm hoping to see the remaining nine before the end of the year, but some are tough to track down, and maybe I have a martial arts movie bias, but you guys also need to watch Ninja 3, The Domination. 
I think you were probably going to anyway. I think you were right. Uh, trust me, it's canon at their most bonkers and indulgent. Crash and burn, Chase Island, set for my white soapstone. Oops, I'm also now addicted to Dark Souls. Thanks a lot, Mackie. Ah. Uh, so, yeah. Out for Justice, huh? I, I know Out for Justice has an amazing title card. Amazing title, like five jocks worthy title card. I don't remember anything else from it except he fights in a pool hall. But I remember I watched that. I, I saw that in the theater. That was the first Seagal movie I had seen. And I saw it in the theater. And then I tried to do like uh, they had like a teen reviewers thing in the newspaper. Yeah. And I sent them in a review for it. And they're mm. like, how old are you? And I was like, 15. And they're like, that's an R rated movie. You can't review that. <laughs> fucking idiot. And so I lost the competition because I disqualified myself. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's life. Yeah, but yes, Alfred Justice is good. What, mm-hmm. and, and what was the other one? Sorry. The Third Society. Third Society. Yeah. I remember I remember them watching it. I think it was back when Screened existed. Ah, uh, okay. Well, it's on the list. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, Chase. Uh, next one up is from John Oddity, who says, I'm not your cop, buddy. It says, hail, friends. Hail. No, hail, hail fiends. Oh. Hail, hail fiends. Hey. All right, I guess we'll say, yeah. still say hail. Hail, yeah. fiends. It's H-A-I. Oh, hail. Is he, anyway. Hail. I've been running through great buddy cop movies in my head ever since seeing The Nice Guys, and I thought of a great BMF topic. What two actors would you match up for your ideal action comedy and also the perfect villain to be their foil? Mm. Mine would have Mackie as the by-the-book hard-nosed police detective who has to team with BJ, a wild-card private dick, to solve a string of murders connected to Miami's techno club industry. <laughs> Harlow would be the ruthless flamboyant cocaine and, of course, Kingpin, who sounds an awful lot like Christopher Plummer. The cherry on top would be Chuck as the police chief. No, not like the grizzled cliche chiefs of the past. Just Chuck. Chuck the chief. Getting all antsy, yelling out strings of, no, god damn it. Title, The Dicks. Yeah, good stuff. Discuss. Crash and burn, John Oddity out. P.S. You do a Jaws 3 episode co-starring Simon McCorkendale and not one manimal joke? The comedy is practically written for you. I was not on that episode, so I did not get to mention man. Manimal jokes don't really play well. No. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of people go, oh, hey, that's a manimal reference. We've, we've I, I've never seen we've manimal, made manimal so references before. I've never see, actually seen manimal. So I, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, see, that's another problem. <laughs> oh, yeah. You should watch all of manimal. Okay. It's all only, all they, three episodes? They only made about eight. Yeah. <laughs> you watch Stranger Things or you can watch manimal. Uh, yeah. I think I'll, the choice is clear. I think I'll go with manimal. Good man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like Chuck as the harried chief, like just constantly set upon by Mackie and I. Mm. <laughs> and I like cocaine. <laughs> we know you're Dr. Dr. Roxo, the rock and roll clown. <laughs> yeah, well, you guys get results. So I just let yeah. you do what you do. <laughs> he says. Yeah. Get out and, of my office. <laughs> yeah. Nice. But yeah, actual actors. It's sad to say, I probably would have picked The Rock and uh, <laughs> and uh, what's his name? Kevin Damn Hart. It. Yeah, Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. But I guess that didn't work out as well as we'd hope. But I don't know. Does anything with Kevin Hart really work out? Not really. No. What? what like, no? like I've said before, I, would I miss this part of this? Buddy Cop. Yeah. yeah. Which, which Buddy Cops would you do? I thought that movie was doing pretty well. Central I don't think it did. Eh. Central Intelligence. Yeah. It, way it sounds, it had chances to do unique stuff and just chose not to. Okay. And it just became like generic. This is exactly what you're expecting. Oh, as soon as I saw in the trailer, the 
CG fat rock, I was just like, oh, okay, it's that kind of movie. Mm-hmm. I, I'm okay. I thought there was going to be some fun where he might actually be the bad guy and he's just out of his mind insane, but apparently it doesn't work yeah. out that way. And yeah. Eh. I don't know. What can you do? Problem with the buddy cop genre is that it's been done. Yeah. It's it's just been There's done. every mismatch pair you can find has been done. Yeah. Stop her, my mom will shoot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sad thing is, there was like a heyday for it, but society turned on it so hard, so fast. I think Rush Hour was the last time everyone embraced it. Yeah. And then after that, we were just kind of like, eh. All like, right. Okay, you made one more good one, but knock it off. No. <laughs> no more of this. Yeah, I think when they got to Rush Hour 3, everyone's like, what? Yeah. It's like, hey, t- stop. <laughs> well, I think it was like Rush Hour was like, all right, Rush Hour was cute. I, I can get behind that. And then it was like, all right, we're going to do the reverse version. Okay, yeah. fine. Yeah. And the third one was like, well, what? What is this to do? You've done well, both versions. I think the problem, too, at that time was that they were pairing Jackie Chan up with everybody and mm-hmm. making, if, even if they weren't buddy cop movies like the Samurai nights and that you know yeah, just, shanghai nights yeah uh. yeah that it's just like okay guys yes even mm-hmm. though they're not buddy cop movies you're still just doing jackie chan buddy movies stop it mm-hmm. <laughs> he can't do all of them he can't have the fish out of water guy in every situation ever so yeah hollywood blew it should have been another tango and cash movie yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> the one i really want okay <laughs> genuine one that I actually thought I wanted for the longest time mm-hmm. was when they kept saying that the next Die Hard was going to be a 24 movie. And so you oh, have John right. McClane and fucking Jack Bauer yeah. together. Yeah. That would have been like the best fucking movie. But problem is now Bruce Willis is like just a piece of shit and mm-hmm. he'll, he'll ruin it. Yes. Like e- even if Kiefer Sutherland can keep up and, you know, do everything you want him to do in 24, which apparently he just doesn't do anymore. Yeah. I, I just, I feel like Bruce Willis would ruin it. Yes. He would find a way to ruin it. Bruce Willis is done. Yeah. Basically. It's, and it's sad. Yeah. It's uh, moving on. Okay. Next one was from Birdie. He says, I was going to tell you that you're wrong about Zootopia, but I have other things to talk about. Okay. He says, hey, Bamcast is Birdie in his usual inebriated state. <laughs> However, I won't tell you how wrong you are about Zootopia, and I won't pressure you into seeing Un Gallo con Muchos Huevos, though I still have a copy to mail you guys. We can all hem and haul about how terrible reboots and sequels are, but I came up with three movies that I think could slash should be remade slash rebooted for various reasons. I want to know your opinion on this idea, and I'd love your input on a Dreamcast for each endeavor. Isn't it odd how vociferous and eloquent my typing is when I drink? It's weird. Yeah, it's strange. It is strange. Because he's actually, he's not misspelling anything either. Hmm. He's quite eloquent. First, Fletch. I'm a huge fan of this movie and and it's less than stellar sequel. I've been slowly reading the series that it's based on, and they are hard to find, and I've read like four of the ten books. The original book is very close to the movie, but it's not silly and is more clever in its dialogue. I'd love to see them play off the prequel story, Fletch 1, which is his first case, and I can't decide if I want Sam Rockwell, Joel McHale, or Jason Sudeikis to star as the titular character. The books are amazing, and if you guys are readers, I highly recommend the series. Sudeikis has been rumored for a long time. As long as they keep Kevin Smith uh, the far away from that fucking property. Because he was the one that was like, Jason Lee, I'm making well, this, let's go. I think Jason Lee could have done it. Could have, but... But it would have been a Kevin Smith movie, right. and it just would have been dick jokes, and yeah. it was just like... And honestly, as soon as I read Sam Rockwell, I'm like, yep, mm-hmm. this needs Sam Rockwell. Well, because he'd also be good in the doing the different, his, you know, undercover personas. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I The Fletch thing was so weird, because, like, the first movie was based on the book, and everyone loved mm-hmm. it, and then they made the second one, which had nothing to do with any of the books. Yeah. 
I still like it. I like Fletch Lives a lot, but it just seemed weird that they had so much source material and they were just like, nah, just do one of the other things. Yeah. And then I, that was it. That was it for Fletch. It was just like, no more of this. I can't figure out why so many Hollywood things do that. Yeah. Where they're just like, nope. It's well, like, you like, like it. we've got it's... this. Yeah. Cut it down. Yeah. Like, you know, condense characters into one character. Like, well, the first one was like rated things. R and Fletch Lives is PG, right? No, I mean, no, no, no. They're both PG. Are they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought yeah, he was totally like, PG. Hmm. I thought he did some more racy things in that one. No. 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 Okay. Just some innuendo. Yeah. yeah. All right, second one. <laughs> yes. That was in your window. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, oh my God. All right, the second one is Forrest Gump. I love the original, but it has so many faults, especially because it doesn't stand the test of time. I think it would be fun to reboot this as a raunchy comedy in the style of Avatar. I don't want to give him credit. Seth Rogen. Honestly, I think this being led by Danny McBride and taking place from pre and post Cold War era. Imagine discovering the worst things in society, selfie sticks, AOL, Desert Storm, Joel Schumacher Batman movies, etc. I, I miss what was this a reboot of? Forrest Gump. Oh. With Danny McBride. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh. Danny McBride, asshole through the ages. Huh. I kind of like where he's going with this. But I don't think Danny McBride could pull it off because he has to be likable. And Wait, I, when is Danny McBride ever likable? Never. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what... Yeah, because that's not what... I mean, I like Danny McBride. I forgot who Danny McBride is. <laughs> 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 and there is no chance. I get, uh, no chance. Danny McBride being Forrest Gump. I like it. I like it a I mean, lot. I want to see like... I want to see 20 minutes of Danny McBride as Forrest Gump. Yeah, like a funnier die video would be fine. Hey, fuck you. I'm a fucking, I'm fucking tits at table well, tennis. Yeah. You, oh, you want a table tennis? I'll knock you, knock you on your fucking ass, table tennis. I'm Forrest fucking Gump. God, the sad thing is like Forrest Gump now. I mean, the, the era Forrest Gump came out in mm -hmm. would be like the early part of the movie now. Mm -hmm. It would start in like the early 80s. Yeah. It's fucked up. Yep. I, I remember for the longest time they were talking about doing a sequel to it to, to carry on from that period of time. Up. Oh, yeah. Well, the book Gumbin Company is terrible. Oh, sure. It's fucking terrible. Yeah. Like, sure like the first one was a decent book, but the... This is there something about him being like a jizz mopper in the second one? <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not... That's not there's, a joke. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure, like, there's a point in yeah, the Forrest Gump like, sequel book where he's a jizz mopper. He loses all his Danny money. Danny absolutely. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah. Yeah, just make the sequel and act like he's the same character. Yeah, but Gump and Company with Danny McBride. <laughs> Actually, here's an idea. Since it's probably not going to happen, you know, let's do Forrest Gump Jr. But because Halo Joe Osment is large and not look like Halo Joe Osment, <laughs> we'll get Rob McElhinney from, you know, <laughs> looks just oh, like him. Oh, it's always sunny. Man. Yes. Oh, man. Rob McElhinney plays, yeah. his, plays Forrest, Forrest Gump, Gump Jr. Jr. Yeah. Danny McBride plays be, he can Forrest also be, Gump Sr. He can also be a, a jackass because he's an asshole, too. Mm -hmm. He could be like, you know, the Danny McBride style. Looking he's at smart him. as shit, but yeah. he's just a shithead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then um, uh, yeah. Gary Sinise can... Sure. Reprise yeah. Lieutenant Dan is just like he's just, he's just straightened the fuck up, and he's like, "Yeah, he's all right, guys. I've been to the moon. What the fuck are yeah, you doing?" He's still got magic legs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, he's been to the moon <laughs> from Apollo thirteen. <laughs> yeah. so he's also been a detective yeah. in New York for like okay. thirteen years, right? But yeah, but I also took Lenny to see the rapids. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think Forrest Gump is something you like. It can't be redone in that style anymore unless it's set in a time period in the past because it's that movie's too it's fucking so close earnest. to being pre and it's so close to being pre-internet like yeah. like basically, yeah, basically some of us is. had the internet when that came out but like it was not a mainstream thing where everything's documented now 
Like, you know, like, like, and how do yeah, you differentiate 90- like the year 2000 from the year 2007? You know, I mean, there's yeah. not, we all, we've been too close to it, you know, and, and everything's so documented and so spit back out at us. Mm-hmm. Are we hearing something out there? The cats, right? Cats are yowling at something. Oh, for God's sake! Cats. All right, yeah. Just everyone got that like weird. A Duke to run in yeah. here or something. Everyone got that weird look <laughs> for a second. I'm Babadook. like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. The fucking Babadook. I would watch that. I want to see an Adam Sandler Babadook sequel. Uh, <laughs> there, there's your next. There's your final the talking, movie, Netflix. The talking goat versus yeah. the Babadook. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Only on sci-fi. I, sci-fi. The old man. You got a fucking Babadook in. I just, I love that Twitter thing that's going right now. No, I'm just sitting like, here tied to the fucking Babadook. <laughs> where they've got, it's that uh, next up on the Republican convention, and it just says on the bottom, it says the fucking Babadook. <laughs> <laughs> it's got it at the podium talking. Oh, that's so great. Uh, yeah. Anyway, All yeah. Things. So Danny McBride and Forrest Gump. Yeah. Thumbs up. <laughs> totally. All right, last one. Mm-hmm. Crowning Gem of My Dreams is a reboot of the Police Academy franchise. Mm-hmm. The sad franchise has so much potential and the ability to give Michael Winslow work. <laughs> There's a laundry list of people I think would be perfect, but I really want to know who would be cast in this remake. I hope that's a fun discussion and sorry for a wordy email. It would have been worse if I'd called you guys. Crash and Burn Fellows, Police Academy film. It can be funny. Okay. That was a haiku. There's your chance for your, your Jason Sudeikis. Yes, he can be the lead in that. Because, oh, he could totally be the I new mean, goot. So yeah, because here's here's <laughs> yeah. here's new the thing goot. about new goot. Here's the thing new about goot. Jason Sudeikis for me. That's is, a Three Musketeers part. <laughs> new goot. <laughs> he uh, he feels like an '80s antagonist, even when yeah. he's supposed yeah. to be a good guy. Yeah, he always oh, like I just look at yeah. him I'm like fuck you. Yeah. Like something about you just fuck you. Well, and that's why I think he could potentially be Fletch because he has that same like. I hate comedy vibe that Chevy Chase gives off. I'm sure. It's just sure. like, I can be funny, but I hate the fact that I have to do it. Right. That, yeah. I suppose. But, but yeah, he'd be better as the new goot. <laughs> that's why I think that's why I like, you know, that's why I like first Fletch is like, he's just, he thinks he's smarter than everybody, which yeah. he probably is for the most part, but, but he's also an idiot. Anyway. <laughs> new characters uh-huh. for, um, yeah, I'm just saying he's in the goot like role. He's yeah, the yeah. you know Yeah, he's not he's you the can use some of the same is, roles, yeah. but you gotta use new characters. You can't mm-hmm. just like have, you know, Hightower and whatever the no, rest of the names are. The goot the, go- yeah. the goot can be the the head of the academy now. Mm-hmm. Just have have Mahoney be the police academy. Is oh. Commandant Lassard still alive? No, he just died recently. He was like ninety six. I mean yeah. that fucker lived forever. He's old. <laughs> so Yep. Ah, uh, who you would cast in? I don't. I yeah. don't know. Just don't do it. <laughs> Let that thing die. Yeah, and, I think and there's nowadays, room for it straight to Netflix movie. Well, I mean, you mm. think about something like Let's Be Cops and how yeah. poorly all of that went over. Yeah, and I just feel like that's kind of where Police Academy would end up. Yeah. I, I mean, I just. I mean, it, it would work. I mean, it wouldn't be offensive to anybody. I don't think because I mean that that's a series that already killed itself essentially you know hard you know i mean i would say like you know like i i think the problem is is like i mean ghostbusters aside and, and people's varying opinions on two and i'm not opening up that can that is not an invitation but you know it's a it's a thing that feels like people felt like they they owe they were owed more of the original cast that they never got because yeah. they couldn't you know mm-hmm. get it all together police academy it's like they had their time they they ran it into the ground it, you know <laughs> you know, I mean, Gutenberg left after four, right? You know, he was yes, on a balloon. Four and, was and, it. Four, yeah. Yeah. He so, flew off with Sharon Stone and that was it. Right. I was saying like that is a series that had its time. So nobody's going to get upset if they made a reboot or start, oh, yeah. you know, whatever kind of thing. Oh, yeah. There will, there will be nobody be like, you're ruining the. Right. It'd be like, oh, wait. I bet no. you if you put women in it, 
people would get all sorts of pissed. You'd be surprised towards the end how many of the cast were were women and minorities. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, at one point, like the entire room was was black characters and women, and I was like, "Wow, this is almost progressive of this series mm-hmm. to be doing this." <laughs> it was like all the people who stuck around and Tackleberry, yeah. you know, and it was just like, "Well, you know, Bobcat's gone, and and Steve Gutenberg's mm-hmm. gone, and Tim Kazarinsky's gone, so it's just everyone else." So. Yeah. I've always said whenever anyone brings up remakes, my my one and only answer is usually Logan's Run. I would love to see a not. They've been talking about doing that forever. The the guy who did Bioshock was supposed to be doing Logan's Run. Yeah, I mean for it's, the longest time. I mean that's it's kind yeah, of what Michael the Bay island tried was. It. Yeah, yeah, but I mean like a straight up like but let's he's make, Michael Bay. Let's so. make you know Logan's Run for yeah. real. Like I would I I would love that. Yeah, I like that they're doing a Westworld on uh, yes. HBO. Yes. That- it's looking solid thus mm-hmm. far. Sure. No, things like that. Like, I mean, the 60s and 70s sci-fi is just ripe for good stories, just mm-hmm. poor production values. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, hell, like, like, let better people take episodes of Twilight Zone and turn them into whole movies. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, because there are some solid concepts there that could be done well, mm-hmm. just not the box. But not the box. Yes. Yeah. Please. <laughs> please, God, no. <laughs> I mean, that's not, I mean, I didn't hate, hate that movie. It's just, it was like, it was a one note movie that went on for way too long. Well, the original story doesn't yeah. have any more to it. And right. then they just wrote all this weird, like, right. what the fuck did you come up with to pad that story out? Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The box. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the box. Max. Put that on the box. <laughs> the box. <laughs> all right. Uh, we got some more, but I'm going to read a Patreon message. Oh, okay. All right, then. And then we're going to wrap it up from there. Because, you know, mm-hmm. the usual running long. Yeah. All right, that fun right, right. stuff. Talking. Yeah. Uh, this one, uh, it's from Jeremy. We have, uh, we've mentioned this thing before, but uh, he asked us to bring it back again. Okay. Because he said he uh, got a few last time to it and uh, was just looking for more. So. Uh, he said, yeah, he said, uh, where is it? Uh, badmoviegame.com. Uh, mm-hmm. Last time got a few new players, so he figured he'd uh, get more people in. And he also said Maniac Cop 2 rules, so he's looking forward to us getting to that. But uh, he said, uh, it, I'm trying, sorry, I'm <laughs> trying to paraphrase his original message, which I don't want to read it verbatim, but uh, yeah. Uh, he had an old friend, a friend, his... Uh, <sighs> Yeah, yeah, this is glad aren't you glad you paid for this, Jeremy? Um <laughs> Hey, don't feel bad. We gave him his one <laughs> promo. Yeah. This is this is a yeah, bonus. Yeah, but, but he basically said uh, our podcast inspired him to drag out an old game. He and his college friends used to play and updated it for the new era. No more handing out VHS tapes at parties. Now we mail DVDs around the country. Last year we launched a bad movie game on WordPress with uh badmoviegame.com. Sure could use new members and would love it if you could help us out with a mention and an urging for people to check us out. Maybe they want to join the fun sent via an internet and your Patreon page, all that. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's basically a game where they they've all been watching the same movies together and creating new suggestions for each other. Is that the one where they mail stuff to each other? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They were mailing DVDs. So, but yeah, it's badmoviegame.com. So if you check it out, you can get signed up with him. And Jeremy's a listener, so you know he's going to be an okay dude. Yeah. That's right. It is right, Chuck. Because all our listeners are okay dudes and dudettes. Uh, yes. Uh, it's dudes, that it's one. dudes and lady dudes. Yeah. Lady oh, dudes. right. And <laughs> Sorry. It's dudes and Ghostbusters. Oh, okay. Yeah. And right. Sorry. I, yes. I, would, I would commit to that, but I'm already committed to watching a movie every week. Ah, well, yes, we are excluded. Until from... we die. 
That's what I've heard. Yes. yes. Like the lifelong contract here. Written in blood. Do you remember the curse? No. You might not remember. Look at your tattoo when you get home. You'll remember the curse. Shit. <laughs> Again. <laughs> that was your specific part of the curse. Yeah. Shit. Again. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, we got it. We got to come more. We'll save them for next week. Okay. Alrighty. We got through a lot of them though. So thanks yeah, for sending yeah, those we're, emails. Yeah, we're trying in. to catch up, guys. <laughs> Sorry. We've just been yeah. verbose lately. We have to mm-hmm. stop yeah. talking so much. Yeah. yeah. We, why do we talk so much about movies? What the know. heck? Uh, we should keep it like. Then you guys have all the second half stuff. I'm glad I didn't see anything. Me too. I don't want to take up all your time. Yeah. It's my fault. Mm. I started watching stupid horror movies. Yeah. I became that guy. Yeah, true. But um, oh, yeah, sorry, Chuck. Not, no, no, not no. you. No, no, you're not that guy. No, no, I'm totally that. No, guy. No, no, you're yeah. not. Okay. But we'll mention Jeremy. You know, they, he that message was sent to us through Patreon because he's one of our Patreon subscribers. Mm-hmm. And certain levels get you. Uh, you'll get shout outs on the show. You'll get custom voicemail or whatever you want. A custom That's recording right. for you. <laughs> done by any of us. They'll be spoke on yes, your uh, recording uh, device. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But um, waka, waka, waka. We, we've added a new thing on there. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, we've already got the bonus podcast. Is it but butt rubs? Just a, no, it is not. <laughs> but just a dollar gets you our bonus BS podcast, which is us BSing to and from eating food, mm-hmm. sometimes during eating food, about really stupid things. Terrible things sometimes, yes. And creating stupid characters like the social justice villain and Chucklebot <laughs> 5000 or Jokebot 5000. Jokebot, Jokebot 5000. And his sidekick Chucklebot <laughs> that's, 5000. Don't give it away. Stop. Yep. That is a I super we got to pay for it. That's a that's a yeah. teaser. <laughs> but there's also a new one that's going that we've started which is uh going to have Summer movies? Is that what you guys are doing? It's, Beach movies? It's going to be a rotating theme. We're not going to do like summer movies all okay, year. Okay, but right, right now, right now Over the it's summer. Yes. It's, it's beach movies. Yes. It's it's dumb themed things we wouldn't like they're not bad movies per se. They're and they're not necessarily like that interesting or relevant to talk about in the second half. Yeah, they're not necessarily Banffcast movies, right. but eh, you know, they're they're beach related, summer vacation yeah. related movies they used to make twenty years ago that, mm-hmm. that have died. So they've got we've got one podcast up right now. You mm-hmm. guys are gonna record another one this yep. weekend. Later mm-hmm. this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So and that get on it, man. We're not saying don't go to patreon.com slash BMFcast and donate, but, but we will say that this bonus BMF, BMF Extra, I think is what we're calling it. Yeah, BMF, BMF Extra. BMX. There will be a 30-day uh, hold for patrons only, and then it will actually go into the regular feed. Yeah. So. so don't feel bad. Yeah, that one you will be able to participate in eventually. It's yes. just, uh, it's a, you know, there's some timed exclusivity for patrons. Right. Yeah. So we just figured, you know, a, a way to give back to to both groups. Uh, plus, we have a lot of free time, yeah. Arlo and I. So yeah, and we also have a, re- a subreddit now. Oh, oh shit! Uh, we mentioned it last week, and somebody, uh, Pally, mm-hmm. came through, got it set up for us. Yep. So yeah, we're gonna start posting uh, episodes there for discussion and all that. Yeah, which... you check us out there, and we're still trying to understand how Reddit works. <laughs> Because you can't post image links, and Chuck was like, all I want to do is discuss in animated GIFs, and it's like, nope. That's how I talk. Nope. Animated <laughs> GIFs only, buddy. Yeah, We already have things on there, and I don't... I, yeah. Wow. Yeah, but anyway, we, it's, it's, it's reddit.com slash r slash bmfcast. R. Because arr. for some reason, that slash r has to be there. Yeah. For there, Reddit. There's a link to it on our, our main page. So if you just yeah. want to go to bmfcast.com, there's a Reddit button over there. Just click that. But yeah, get there. Get signed up. We're We're checking it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we are checking it. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, we're if you post something, we'll probably reply to it. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say here. So check it out, and thanks to uh, Pally for getting it set up for us. Yes, much appreciated. 
It's going to go through some changes visually, by the way. Just be prepared for that. Oh, yeah. Right yeah. now, it's, it's just get, a temp page. There's, it's going to look dope. You may you may come across it one day, and it just looks completely fucked. So uh, refresh, and it'll probably have been reverted by that time. But just gr- some growing pains, because none of us have any fucking clue what we're doing on Reddit. Nope. No clue. But we hear people like it, and you can ask people anything. Huh. Right? You can ask us anything anytime, Correct. pretty much. Yeah. Now, we'll if you want to official... ask us anything. <laughs> yes. Yeah, if you want to ask us anything. If you want to ask us anything directly, like via email, you can email us, bmf at bmfcast.com. Or to find an easy way to the new Reddit site, you can just go to bmfcast.com, and there is a button right there on the site for you. Or you can give us a call on the Garfield phone if you're feeling uh, particularly Monday-ish. Uh, 9105-JOCKS-BMF or 9105569263. Give him a call. We haven't uh, we haven't heard Garfield shout at us that there's a new message lately. We had a call, but we saved it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, BJ's right. We haven't heard. You haven't heard it because we I saved didn't play it. it. We haven't heard from the Garfield <laughs> phone lately. Like I said, <laughs> before Mackie opened his big fucking mouth. All right, we need to put BJ in bed. Yeah. <laughs> BJ's See, this is getting why we, cranky. This is why we cut him off. This is why we cut things short, because we just I already get cranky. said so many fucking words without saying fucking every other fucking yeah. word. Okay. Whoa. Whoa. I'm just getting him in. What we have an explicit here? tag for a reason. I know, you but... fucking idiot. Get oh. that man a warm glass of milk mm. and a cookie. Yeah. Get him a Snickers bar. Yeah, we need to wrap him up in a blanket. <laughs> Cuddle him to sleep. going to take Alan Moore back to the hills where we yeah. found him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh. well, let's get out of here, shall we? Uh-huh. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamfcast out.